0: Welcome to another episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch. It's kind of like Mother's Day here, except that we did not record this on Mother's Day and you probably won't be listening to it on Mother's Day either.
1: Nah, you you can't say that. It might not drop on Mother's Day, but if you listen to it on any Mother's Day, it's a Mother's Day episode. Just like whatever the first thing you eat in a given day is breakfast.
0: We got Hunter's mom on the show. Say hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. (laughs) See where I get it? Sorry,
1: you can laugh verbally. (laughs) She was like silently chuckling.
0: (laughs) Yeah, remember, this is basically radio, so you kind of have to... Yeah, hand gestures
1: to a minimum. Today is... Lynette
0: Note. Hunter's mom. Yay! Hunter's mom, what did you bring us?
2: I brought Contact with Jodie Foster.
0: 1997 film. Why did you bring us Contact?
2: I brought Contact because it's probably one of my favorite. I hate to call it science fiction because in a lot of ways to me, I feel like it's science fact.
0: Well, also, it was done by uh, Carl Sagan and his wife did the story, so it's very much like, it's like a Thought of what it, it, would, what be. it could, yeah. would be it's, like. Yeah, it's,
1: I mm-hmm. believe it would qualify as speculative fiction because it's technically fiction, as in none of the events that took place in it have actually happened. That but is true. It is a very educated, extremely educated guess at how this may occur. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, when we watch all the science fiction and have all the fun with close encounters and everything, this is just refreshing, and it it just it just hit me in so many different ways and. It just, it's very real. Yeah. No, I understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So I thought it would be fun.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's based very, you know, the, the characters are, they're not, with the exception of like one guy that works at the very large array, none of them are caricatures.
2: Exactly, yeah. yeah. You know,
1: they're, they seem like real people, you know, uh, behaving you know, in a mostly realistic manner. I mean, you know, the military shows up and they are like immediately like, it's James Woods just being a scumbag. Right. So he's just a slimy scumbag, which, hey, he's good at. Who to thunk it, right? He's good in stuff like this because he's just a schmuck. And you, you can hear can... this,
0: James Woods. Don't come on the show. Yeah, no,
1: you can't come on the show. I like some of your work, and that doesn't change, but you're not welcome on the show. Yo, know, Video Drone's great, though. James Wood's pretty good in it. He's pretty good in this, but again, he's playing like a heel, so.
0: So, this was adapted from um, the 1985 novel by Carl Sagan, also called Contact. Oh, okay. Um, actually, it was that they were starting to write a screenplay in '75, and production stalled. So they got frustrated, so they published it as a novel instead of a screenplay and then interest was renewed in making it into a movie and then it eventually actually happened in 97.
2: Well, didn't Carl Sagan actually pass away before the movie was finished? Yeah, yeah and was his during wife. filming. During yeah. yeah, and I have to say, his I give her so much credit for going through and finishing this film. Yeah, that's Ann
0: and yeah. Carl Sagan's wife. She
2: did a wonderful job.
0: Yeah, he was actually supposed to have a cameo in the film apparently, yeah, yeah. but passed away before it was filmed. Oh, that's so, a shame. Yeah, but She's in it briefly. I think they have like a sequence of like um, Clinton giving an address and oh, other yeah. um, talking heads and stuff like that. And I think she's like a guest oh, on she's one of the one shows of or something. Yeah. That's
1: cool. I like that.
0: And the movie's dedicated to Carl.
1: So now we are proper starting. Hello, excellent humans. We are coming to you live, as we always are, broadcasting live, recording this right as we're saying it, as you're hearing it, whenever that may be Mother's Day, Father's Day, Secretary's Day, Flag Day. But we're coming to you live from the Yellow Kitchen Studios. Hello and welcome. Hey, watch very watch. All right, so let's talk about Contact, released in 1997. But okay, so I wanted to admit it was uh, originally started as a screenplay in '75.
0: '75.
1: When did uh, Close Encounters come out?
2: Maybe you should do a little research.
1: <laughs>
0: Close Encounters came out in 77.
1: 77, wow. Yeah, so that was
0: actually very close.
1: Yeah, so theoretically this had it, you know, gone through. Yeah, Yeah. they
0: would have been contemporary.
1: And like, they're very similar in tone, as far as like humanity's place in the universe and they they both have these sort of, you know esoteric thoughts on like how we would realistically interact with alien species because, you know, in every other previous science fiction thing, aliens come down, we talk to them, we're just like, hello, I'm Jim. And they go, oh, hello Jim, I'm Glorback. We speak your language and totally get it.
0: They even mock it a little well not really mock it but at one point there is a line of dialogue where it's like why don't they just send it in English and they're like well because there's you know hundreds of other languages on this planet so
1: yeah that's great well, why, why James would... Wood being a yeah. James yeah. Wood's being a oh,
0: Yeah, what's his character's name it's Mr. Kits
1: Kits yeah that's it
0: and I had a note more like Mr. Shits
1: <laughs> so, very good.
0: I know cheers he's going for the throat
1: cheers to that one
0: now he's despicable in this film
1: yeah which is why <laughs> it works it's like it's like when he played Hades and her when he voiced oh, that's
0: right. Yeah. Okay.
1: He's a scumbag. It's great. But yeah, no, he says, like, why don't they just send this, you know, communique in English? And I believe it's Jodie Foster yeah. says. Because, like, 70% of the rest of this planet doesn't speak English.
2: Yeah, she's on the money with everything. That's what oh, I yeah. was going to say. Yeah. She's consistent and she bases everything in science. I yeah. think in 1997, yeah. I was thinking about that. And her role in everything, there were just so many things that she does, no matter what the topic of the movie Movie was, you know, like as a woman and she she wanted to be
1: but you're relating to this in a very feminist way.
2: Well that's yeah, what I mean well, and in and, and, yeah, in that time and, and I think that it was uh, I'm not mocking I'm, not yeah. I'm just no uh, that that's it right on the money. And
0: I mean her character was designed uh, She was
2: in charge. She yeah. wanted to be like the woman in charge. She wanted, she to, wanted to be, be respected. respected. Yeah. Exactly. You know she was a strong woman, she was a smart woman yeah. and she was brave.
1: Yeah, she is very brave.
0: I mean, also her her character of um, Ellie, I don't remember. Arroway, yeah, yeah, was specifically written. They, they specifically wanted a female protagonist because they wanted to be encouraging young Women, girls, yeah, to, to, to
2: involved be involved in science STEM. and yes. whatnot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody yeah. else could have done it better. I yeah. love
1: Jodie Foster. Like she's never turned in a bad performance and anything. Yeah, even she, like straight up garbage, she's great in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: she is. She's fantastic. Uh,
1: the cast is really really
0: good. Even Matthew.
2: McConaughey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love I, the way like she Matthew deals with him.
0: That's the thing. If You're talking about her being like a very uh, logical and direct person everything like that, but she still has a lot of emotion. Yeah, she's and, very kind. She's yeah. very
2: sweet. But yeah, but she has her priorities. Yeah. Um, you know, And she knows what she has to mm-hmm. conquer on her path.
0: Um, but yeah,
1: also she's a, very, she's focused on her chosen field and, you know. And sure. and
0: that. But also a big interpersonal conflict within the movie is like her and Matthew McConaughey because he's devoutly Religious, and she's
1: not devoutly
0: scientific. Yeah it's, yeah, it's 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 yeah, like devoutly uh, atheist. You know, she gets kind of a little arc at the end where she kind of starts to understand the nature of belief and that it's not necessarily a negative thing to have.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, you know. and that religion and faith are not the same thing.
0: And, yeah. Yeah, 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 there's like a lot. Her character ends up being very complex, and Joey Foster does a good job. She nails it. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. uh, I really like this. This is one of those things you realize in hindsight i think the last time i watched this i didn't realize that uh young jody foster young ellie Arroway, is played by jenna malone mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah. shit i know you oh i didn't yeah well uh, a, yeah. jenna malone i really like and then her father uh, ellie's father played by david morse
0: yeah who
1: if I, if he hasn't appeared in a film on this podcast already i'd be shocked
0: he might i don't recall
1: He's in everything. He's got like 200. Uh, yeah. Or no, probably not. But he's got a lot of IMDb credits.
0: He's a seriously working character actor. Yeah, he's great. Uh Oh no, he's only got 94 acting credits. Ooh,
1: we got to pump that up. Yeah, I mean, All right? People, David Morse needs at least six more jobs so he can crack 100. Yeah, you wanna on get, IMDb.
0: Want to get him an even hundo? So I t- told this story. T-shirt for this episode is more Morse. More Morse. Some Morse.
1: Some Morse. <laughs> please sir, please sir, can I have some Morse? Boy, that's terrible I love it Um, I told this story at dinner, but I'll tell it again for the podcast He was the lead in a show called Hack Which was filmed in in Philadelphia Where we record this podcast Philly They they filmed a scene, I think it was a funeral scene I can't remember In the courtyard of the church in my neighborhood Where I was a scout and we had scout meetings there and whatever.
0: So I got to see David Moore's work They filmed a scene from The Sixth Sense Two streets behind my house Oh yeah. Yeah. What scene? It's a nothing scene. Bruce Willis and um, the kid Haley Joel. H- H- Haley Joel Osment. Yes. So it had the two leads. I know. Yeah. They're they're walking down a. You'll see it's a brick lined street. It's like maybe a minute long.
1: It's just like a walk and talk?
0: Yeah. It's just a walk and talk, and you see like a bike goes by, and some nuns go by, and a guy walking his dog goes by. So anytime they reset the scene, they'd cue the bike bike and the nuns and the the dog, (laughs) and then they'd reset, and the bike and the nuns and the dog, and we're like. Oh, this is how movies happen. It's not just incidental. That guy's actually supposed to be on that bike. <laughs>
3: nice.
2: <laughs> I saw him wet race street down for blowout.
1: Oh, oh really? That's blowout cool. probable future episode because I yeah? just got the Criterion Blu-ray. Oh, and I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. it's real good. Yes, it it is. Good. I
0: haven't seen it. I had seen Contact. So we start the movie out with a view of the world, and uh, we get a lot of like uh, radio sounds of like famous broadcasts and yeah. stuff, and we start moving out.
1: It's all the noise that we broadcast into space. It's all songs and news feeds and blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, there's a list on IMDb, but I don't Is care. there
1: really? Wow. The
0: uh, yeah, it just, it radio rolls, fades. Yeah, it
1: pulls back from the earth through our solar system,
0: our various networks. and things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well back. all
1: the all the galaxies are spinning and they all like do the Star Trek warp drive bright white, you know, light and then it becomes like the reflection in uh, uh you eye. know, somebody's eye. Her like, eye. Yeah, we pull back and it's
0: young Ellie yep. with her ham radio. She's doing a CQ call, which is just a general call on Any, ham radios. Yeah, hey, is
1: anybody out there? Yeah.
0: She, you know, actually reaches a guy in uh, Pensacola, Florida.
1: Which is the furthest distance she's ever yeah. communicated with anybody.
0: And her dad's being uh, super supportive. It's real sweet.
1: Yeah, David Morris is great. Yeah. Um, she asks him if you think there's life on other planets, and he basically says, you know, well, if there isn't, it seems like an awful waste of space, which is a line that will come up a few times.
0: Yeah, I think we do it like three times. Yeah. Also, we get a little touching thing where she goes, oh, well, could I call here? And, you know, her dad's like, yeah, with a, you know, strong enough signal, you could. And she's like, well, could I call Jupiter? And he's like, yeah, I mean, maybe, if you if you get it pumped up enough. And she's like, well, could I call Mom? And he's like, I don't know if it'll go that far.
1: Yeah. Because mom lives on Pluto, which is farther than Jupiter, and it's definitely a planet. I don't care what anybody says.
0: Okay.
1: Is that not what they meant?
0: No, sweetie.
1: I think she was dead. Oh, she was dead. Dead people go to Pluto.
0: She was dead the whole time.
1: Oh, that was the twist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then right after that, we see you grown up, right? It ends
1: with a, uh, we're going to need a bigger boat, but it's, I'm just going to need a bigger antenna, and yeah. then it fades to her at the Alicebo Observatory in Puerto Rico. Yes. Okay.
0: She's working with SETI, which is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, which is a real thing.
1: Yes, SETI's real. Yep. How about our t-shirt can be Ready, SETI, Go. That has to already exist, right?
0: No, I just see Ready, Set, Go. Sweet. That's such a missed opportunity, you guys.
1: Fucking dumb nerds. I'm smarter than you. (laughs) And soon I'll have all the dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then we are introduced to adult Ellie, which is... Jodie Foster Yeah um, Which we mentioned And um, her friend And I didn't get his name William Fitchner Plays him
0: Kent Clark He's apparently Actually based off Of a real guy
3: Oh
2: cool Is that but the also... guy With the excellent ear Yeah
0: Yeah a, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. He's blind
1: mm-hmm. Yeah um, William Fitchner I think did a really good job Acting blind
0: Yeah um, He did
1: Yeah
0: uh, So his character Is based on real life Blind study scientist Kent Colors. Oh And That's such a better name Yeah Kent
1: colors That's awesome
0: But so the Kent Clark thing Is a play on Clark Clark Kent. Kent Yeah Yeah um, yeah, honestly, like, I love his character to death. It's really great. I like
1: William Fishner in most things. He is. This is part yeah, of the he's I will one. point out the one actor in this where I was like, dude, what? Was it the oh, other guy Link in Fiction.
2: the in the office with Kent?
1: Later at the Very Large Array. The goofy one? The, yeah, the, the yeah. fisherman?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah that his, guy, his character only, was, like, there wasn't enough no, development about him. He just no, turned he, on one day. And yeah, he just was shows up and around. he's goofy,
1: but also mm-hmm. the actor was like, it seemed like a, a straight actor playing a real wacky yeah. As opposed to, like, you could have gotten yeah, Steve Zahn that. for that part, and he's wackier, I think. Yeah, yeah. I do like the thing of, you know, okay, so it's it's Ellie's first day at the SETI facility, and she scans, like, her one patch of sky and whatever, and she puts a pushpin in, just like her pushpin back when she was a little girl, you know, on her map of the United States, and she goes... One down, like, you know, billions to go or whatever, and then we, we cut to her buying, like, two boxes of push pins at the store and yep. some beer.
0: Yeah, two boxes of push pins and un cerveza.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like the. There's a lot of, there's, like, that level of humor in this. Yeah. It's not slapsticky, it's not, like, a comedy, but it's funny. There's character driven humor. This is uh, from Robert Zemeckis directed this.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Who directed Back to the Future, uh, Romancing the Stone, Death Becomes Her, Roger Rabbit, Forrest Gump, and uh, he directed What Lies Beneath, which is a really underrated, like um, creepy, creepy Spookum movie with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, oh, yeah, Harrison Ford. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh huh. That's good, and nobody talks about how good that movie is. So then, um, Jodie Foster buying her pushpins and her Cerveza meets
0: Matthew McConaughey.
1: Matthew McConaughey.
0: Uh, His character is Palmer. Palmer Palmer Joss. With
1: that hair.
0: Yeah, with young Makata hair. With
2: his hair all blown out, it was like he got ready for his date. He heard she was in town. Yeah. And didn't she handle that?
0: After that,
2: he looked a little he sweatier and in. greasier. And, like, maybe he'd come from, he'd just gotten a shower and he was old. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he heard she was in town. This
1: is my mom's so, fa- contact fan I, fiction I, about I feel, Matthew feel, McConaughey I showering.
0: Like, I feel like Matthew McConaughey in the 90s, they just tried to make him look wet. So, Ellie is meeting Palmer for the first time. I mean, you can refer
1: to him like either one
0: okay they have a beer so she finds out that he's uh, writing a book on technology and how disruptive it can be for to third world uh, countries exactly oh. and she's like oh don't talk to me about it i'd be a bad interview and stuff and i don't even believe that and whatever whatever um and well he
2: said he invites her to dinner yeah well, she says she starts, doesn't want to go yeah
0: he starts kind of like hitting on her and i'm stuff. not a good yeah yeah and she's like i'm not a good interview and he's like it wouldn't be like that. It would be just dinner and good company, and you know, yeah. And, and, yeah.
2: and she ends up in bed with him.
0: Yes, that's a little bit later. That's it. No, the dinner party. It's
3: after
2: the
0: dinner party. That's not a dinner party because he shows up there and he's trying to interview her boss. Yeah, if yeah. you're listening
1: to this and you have seen Contact and know of the appropriate terminology <laughs> for <laughs> this meeting,
0: where people are fucking drinking
1: champagne, and eating. there's fancy champagne. I don't even yeah, know. Okay. I'm losing my mind. What do you want to call? Yeah, it, it, it's it, it, not a ball. Later on, with her gown, it might have to been a, a like,
2: like a cocktail party or g- yeah, like a cocktail a- party. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, that's what I'm talking
2: about. Yeah, okay, all right. If all you're nice. a listener
1: and you would like to write in <laughs> and explain to me. Calm down. Well, obviously I don't get invited to enough parties because I don't know what any of them are called.
0: But yeah. Anyway. Her, it's either a
1: costume party or your sh- birthday party. Isn't it?
0: Her big boss shows up and stuff and he's very dismissive don't shush me, to Don't So she's my podcast.
1: I'll yell as much as I want.
0: Jodie Foster's big boss shows up, he's very dismissive to her, and Tom's they end Garrett. up yeah and they end up in some kind of a get together or what have you or a dinner party or
1: cotillion.
0: Yeah, it might be. Oh, it might God.
1: be um, ah.
0: But so, yeah, so he's saying that he's basically going to defund her wing of stuff because it's too speculative. McConaughey pops up and he wants to interview him and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, this guy is against technology. And McConaughey has this whole thing of like, I'm not against technology. I'm against the men who deify it at the expense of human truth. Because that's another big theme that we're going to talk about in this movie a lot. The search for truth and whether or not and, and how that deals with belief and faith and science and, yeah. aliens. And, and aliens. And science
1: and, yeah. uh, science, and logic as a replacement for faith and things. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, that's the thing I really like about this yeah. movie as a whole, which I don't want to talk too much about now, because we'll talk about it a lot at the end. But this movie does a really great job of presenting both sides of an argument.
0: Well, and, and you also give them both dialogue enough that you're getting... Cogent arguments from yeah. both sides. So then they end up getting
1: together. Tom Scary refers to him as father, and she goes, "You're a priest," and he goes, "Well, you know, I could have been a priest, but yeah, I went and did some humanitarian work, and basically, I'm, you know, a man of the cloth minus the cloth." And he goes, "Couldn't deal with the celibacy part." And then she's like, "Yeah, you want to go get out of here,
0: McConaughey? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm sure he heard that a lot in uh-huh. his twenties and thirties.
2: But when <laughs> she's done with him." <laughs>
1: Done with
2: him <laughs> <laughs> exactly she gets up to go to her shift and she, he's like oh how can I get in touch with you and she says leave your number I'll call you I just think it's like she yeah. has the relationship in the palm of her hand and she does it so well I thought that was great she yeah. was yeah yeah
1: no I agree with you mm-hmm. for context anyone listening uh my my mother's been uh, investigated in multiple Murders of her of her former husbands.
2: She's
1: the black widow of the East Coast. You can Google her. Thank you. for that
0: And they'll never think to look at this podcast. No, no, I know. I'm not.
1: Any of you fuckers listening, narc on my mom.
0: We're gonna
3: have
1: problems. <laughs> The two of them, like, lying in bed, basically talking about their philosophies and things, this is the first time you get the juxtaposition of, like, you know, he looks at the sky looking for meaning and he sees God, and she looks at the sky looking for meaning and she sees intelligent life or the, the possibility of it. This is the first time that the movie starts to lay the groundwork that these two things, aliens and God, are the same thing.
2: I don't care what anybody says. We were visited millions of
1: why. This is why, this is of why I wanted ago. my mom on okay. this podcast. Yes.
2: I believe this. I truly believe this is the reason for all the unexplained things that go on. I should have made notes before I came. I believe we were visited maybe several times. And I actually believe that we interbred with aliens, that that is what boosted. Our intel, our level of intelligence.
1: Don't tap the mic. I'm Santa. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
2: it's the missing link. Right, I, I right, really right. believe that.
0: Did you get to finish your thought? I oh no, she'll be can. here for
1: nine hours. Okay. There's no finishing this thought. This thought is a million, a million separate like conspiracy theories that she's been harboring my entire yeah, life.
2: Conspiracy?
1: Yeah, they are. Theories. It's good. No, don't be embarrassed to say you have a conspiracy theory.
2: No, I, I think it's truth. I yeah, think that you, the.
1: Right, but if it was if it wasn't a conspiracy theory, it would just be the thing we all know to I be mean, true. Look at the like Bible. asparagus is green and sunrises and sets and whatever. Those are things we know to be true. What you're saying is there's a hidden history, which is a conspiracy because somebody's keeping it hidden and this is a theory about it. That makes it boom, conspiracy theory. That's how this works. Hey guys, you ever see this fucking movie Contact? <laughs> yeah. This movie is kind of not regarded highly by like the general consensus. I don't
0: understand that.
1: Well, it's because people want to, wanted to tune into this to see an alien movie. Yeah. This was 1997. Okay, this is part of why I brought up asking about when Close Encounters came out. Close Encounters is basically the same movie structure. Mm-hmm. It's more flamboyant. Crazy shit happens. There's a good set pieces. This movie doesn't really have set pieces until the third act.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is fine. I'm, I'm not saying that's good or bad. That's this movie. That's just the way the movie is. It's, it's, it's all yeah. It's all conversational until the third act. Yeah. So, which again, I, did, I, I mean, did like
0: seeing a bit of the, the, the very large, large array, array. Yeah. yeah. Which again, also, yeah. well, yeah. not very intricately named is a real thing. I got a like, real, stuff. I got a real
1: bone to pick with scientists. You guys are supposed to be smart, and the most creative thing you can come up with for that array is the very large array. I'm like, come on. Also, Jupiter's big, the big red spot. Come on.
0: They should have hired a poet.
1: They should have hired a poet.
0: I
2: love when she says <laughs> well, that. she said they should have
1: sent a sem- poet. Yeah, they should yeah. have sent a poet. She knows. Okay. That was she so beautiful. She's familiar yeah. with its most famous line, okay. I'm sure. Okay.
2: Okay. That was so beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: great. It is. Yeah, I think the problem with this movie, as far as like general consensus goes, is that, yeah, it's it's two and a half hours um, of buildup, essentially, to contact... With aliens, and then when you get the aliens, people wanted, like, they wanted the answer. That's what, like, people sat for this movie for two and a half hours, and they were like, Well, I sat here, I paid $8 in 1997, and I sat here for two and a half hours. I want the answer, the definitive answer on intelligent right. life. What are you, an idiot? Like, A, it's a work of fiction, B, it's just a movie, and C, even if it's the most educated guesswork possible in 1997, which I would argue it was, they're not gonna know what aliens look like. And I think they handle it the best way possible, in the most realistic way possible, that it makes a kind of sense. It's, you know, heavily parodied and mocked in pop culture. She travels all the way to the center of the galaxy and then just sees her dead dad. But it's like, that's kind of beautiful. Like, you guys are cynical assholes and you should shut up.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well...
1: Like, even... Okay, so, John Hurt plays uh, S.W. Haddon Oh, don't you
2: just love that uh, man? Oh, yeah. I, love, I love John
1: Hurt so much in everything, but... Again, excellent casting and the, But I mean, so, the character yeah, is Adam so is good too Ridiculous yeah. We need a
2: hero like that today I mean, Elon Musk
1: definitely yeah, thinks say, he's this
0: guy Yeah, yeah and, Musk, and he's, he's not the virgin guy Oh, God Branson uh, Yes Richard Branson Yes, yeah. yes I, You don't
1: have to look shit up It's in the brain
0: We were talking about John Hurt
1: They do this thing where John Hurt uh, has got uh, initials S- S.W. Hadden or S.R. Haddon or something Or Point is, Haddon You know, he reveals like Yeah, I, I'm interested in you, Ellie so he's like, I've been studying you, Ellie. So he's found, you know, he knows how she takes her tea. Like, he has all this video footage of her interviews she's done over the years because she's a, a scientist. She's in, in the sciences, so she's been interviewed for, you know, various things. But he also knows personal details about her, like like how she takes her tea, right? That's the scene yeah. on his jet. And I think that's foreshadowing for the aliens, Oh, like the you know the aliens manifest as her father, and they he and her father David Morse refers to her by her childhood nickname he, Sparks, which yeah. apparently
0: is another like CB radio reference. Thing. Yeah, okay,
1: but yeah, and he you know he he calls back to things that he has said to her, blah blah blah. Yeah, and I think that's foreshadowing. It's just that they're using more sufficiently advanced technology than Haddon had. He just has, you know, access to files and data and whatever, like, raw data that we have on Earth, but they have access to who knows what. They're obviously super-duper advanced, so they can access maybe, like, they say her dream, they say, like, humans' dreams and nightmares, they make reference to that, but maybe they can actually view those things as raw data.
0: So, she goes from Puerto Rico to New Mexico, the VLA, Basically, like they do, actually hear a message. Yeah, they, from somewhere
1: they get contacted.
0: She's she's out in her car listening to whatever, and she tells them to like yeah. rearrange where the satellites are pointing because she can hear something coming from. A yeah, she was using
1: one sat uh, one of the dishes to scan the sky and stumbled across a signal. So then she has them point all the dishes at it because then they'll be able to read it for longer.
0: So a lot of this is really cool. It's it's kind of based around some speculations that Carl Sagan probably had about, like, well, they wouldn't use... They would want to use as most universal things as they could, so things that were mathematically true across the universe. So the actual signal is sent on a frequency that is hydrogen times pi, right? Yeah, I yeah. believe that's what they say. Yeah, so it's the atomic wave of hydrogen times pi gives you the frequency that this is being sent on... And it is uh, a um, prime number sequence of sound. So, you know, two and then three and then five and then seven and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the way to 101. And then it cycles back. Right. uh, With the idea that um, prime numbers appearing in an uninterrupted sequence is very unlikely from natural phenomenon. So it makes it more likely that it's something that was artificially created by intelligent life. Right. And they do this whole thing where they're yeah, pointing all the dishes and there's a flurry of activity and one of the guys has a line of like, I don't know where it's coming from, but it's not local.
1: That's uh
0: Yeah, they're trying that's to
1: That's Max Martini.
0: Okay, yes. Because they're trying to check against other things that might be creating sound interference with their satellites. And yeah, they, they're not, they check like local dishes, local
1: broadcasting stuff. They check um, they so check
0: satellites, yeah,
1: satellites and uh, some military thing that they said might be like you know uh, whatever performing operations in that area and whatever whatever. Yeah. They rule out all these possibilities. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and and you know they
1: notice it's coming from or they believe it's coming from Vega.
0: They call Kent Clark and he's listening to uh, the prime number sequence, and he hears something within this repeating pattern.
3: Right.
0: And it turns out that that is a video and also audio signal that they were able to, like, put, you know. Yeah, through. he says
1: he hears a harmonic.
0: Yeah. Um, and they fiddle with it. We we're making some jokes about zoom in and enhance, because I don't know if we talked about that before, but that's not real. Um, Oh, yeah,
1: every time they're on CSI or whatever, and they're like, well, just zoom in and enhance. It's like, no, at some point, that's as clear as that footage ever gets.
0: Yeah, although, I mean, with this, like, if if it does have all of the information, then you actually would be able to... Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking about CSI. No, I know. Like, I don't care how
1: much you yell, zoom in, and enhance at the guy who's, like, showing you the... You know, liquor yeah. store video feed, but like at some point, yeah. that's the maximum resolution you'll ever get. from No, that.
0: I know. Yeah, zoom in and enhance is a, a fallacy. It's not magic. Yeah. They finally find what the the signal is buried in there, and it is Hitler's address uh, during the uh, the Berlin Olympic Games, which kind of has everybody a little freaked out for a second. They're yes, like, they think
1: it's legit space Nazis.
0: Yeah, but they're like, well, no, it was one of the earliest like things to be broadcast on a single loud enough to be out in space yeah global signal yes they're probably just pinging it back to us to be like hey we saw you guys
1: and it also has to do with uh when it was sent and that's why we're receiving it now because of the the time it takes for signals to travel in space
0: yes because like when they talk about light years sound travels slightly less than light so i mean like i think I don't know if there's, like, a separate thing for radio waves or what have no you. No idea, but, but yeah. um, I think they
1: said, like, 27 years or something. The signal that they received was, had yeah. been sent 27 years previous.
0: Yeah, because space is really, really, really big and really, really, really far, you guys. So, to even transmit things that on Earth are almost instantaneous takes a very long time,
1: yeah, like imagine you got invited to a party and you were like, "Oh, that'd be fun, but like I don't want to travel that far and then multiply that by like a number so big you can't even conceive of it, okay, that's called yes anding <laughs> she yes anded that bit.
0: no, I just yesed it. <laughs> I didn't
1: really have anything i'll say I'll take it. <laughs>
0: So, basically, so, everybody
1: gets freaked out about space Nazis. Yeah. Um, this movie almost gets awesome. Around... Because there's almost space Nazis. But there's not, and it's fine. The movie's good.
0: Around here, they, they cut in one of two um, bits of uh, an actual dress that Bill Clinton gave. Yeah. Although, uh, the real one was in reference to a meteor, I believe. Yeah. But it was... Vague enough that it was just kind of sounding like he couldn't yeah, have yeah. been talking about stuff from space. Yeah,
1: they, they, it's the same. So, this is why I mentioned Forrest Gump while we were watching it is that they used the same, like, we took archival footage of people and then edited, you know, it to f- suit our purposes here thing that Zemeckis did in Forrest Gump, where, like, Gump meets various presidents and historical figures, except with this, it's just Clinton. Um, but, fun fact Clinton was real big on UFOs.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 Wait, um do you have... Yeah, do you, you know this agreeing? too? I
2: know that he, yeah, he wanted to...
1: Uh, apocryphally, uh, I don't know if this is true because I'm not a Washington insider. It is a shocker. But uh, no, apocryphally, like, the within the first week, Clinton met, you know, various high up, higher-ups in the government, you know, who he would be working with. And somebody was like, I'm your, you know, military advisor, or something, something. And he was like, oh, you can tell me about Area 51. Like, right. apocryphally, that was, like, the first thing he said to this guy. And I was like, that's awesome.
0: They try and use eminent domain as a reason to uh, take over uh, all the research, even though SETI was privately funded.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 That's James Woods. Yeah. Just dicking it up. Swarly, well, gross and also, son of a bitching it up. My note about James Woods just says, James Woods dash military scum weasel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they're talking about, like, kicking her off the project, and then she gets to stay on the project, and they they do this to her a lot in this movie. Yeah. Basically, yeah, like, James Wood's character just keeps on trying to kick her off of this. Yeah,
1: because, like, Tom Skerritt, when Tom Skerritt first shows up, Tom Skerritt seems like he's the asshole. Right. Um, And he, you know, he's not, like, the best... Guy in the whole thing. He's he's competitive with her. You know he's funding. You know some of it. So he's kind of her boss. So he wants to take all the credit. And there's a bunch of scenes of him mostly taking the credit and acting like he's steering the meetings and things that she's oh, in.
0: Yeah, some of that was
1: yeah. And like, yeah, when
2: expectable. she gets up to speak yeah. and and he he walks right up to the microphone. Yeah, this is Molly. Well, it's not that she. Speak.
1: She thinks they're going to call her because they're like, well, no, she she does, and then she I sits thought she was standing down. There. I thought she was just standing off stage.
2: No, well, they said, would you come up and talk? And she thinks it's her. And she starts, and she sees him go up to the microphone. And then she just kind of, you see her face. Oh, no, I and thought, she, she, was, I thought she was
1: standing off to the side of the stage because, yeah, she thought she would be. And then they, they're like, and now the head of the, you know, team that, you know, found the signal, and she thinks it's going to be her. And then, yeah, right, they, they say, like, uh, Richard Drummond or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, fuck you. So yeah, he, he seems yeah. like an asshole. And he kind of is, but he's less of an asshole than yeah. James Woods is. Like He does he
2: does put some information out there to support her ideas. Yeah, and he, but if we've learned times. anything
0: from the enormity of the universe, it's that there's always a bigger asshole. Yep.
1: But not yeah. in this, there's not more than James Woods.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Actually, no, there is. Oh. Jake Busey.
0: Yeah. Well, different. Dif- no. no. Bigger asshole? Yeah. yeah.
1: He resorts to violence to yeah. to, to prove his point. James yeah. Woods doesn't even draw a gun in this movie.
0: Oh like, yeah, that oh, that whole thing I got into a weird spot with that. I'll talk about it when we get there. It's a long movie, there's a lot of exposition, there's also a lot of room for very gorgeous, like, yeah, visuals and like Yeah, there's really
1: nice photography in this cinematography. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. a lot of, I mean like
0: you and know good yeah. effects.
1: Oh yeah, the effects are great.
0: Which again, mostly in the third act. But, yeah, that's,
1: yeah. The, the the third act is a yeah. showstopper.
0: The, the the opening has has it, and then not a lot. What's the and opening have? The, the space and then her eyes. Oh, the, the space yeah. Noise yeah, that and that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that no, whole yeah. that whole sequence is it's you know, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah, but then you don't really get much of that until the third act. You don't get
1: much of anything. It's mostly conversation. Yeah, and you know the natural beauty of the yeah. world.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, still the good. natural
1: beauty of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, and James Woods.
0: <laughs> if you're into that, yeah.
1: Hey, do you like shit weasels who work for the government? Do you like shit weasels with a pension? James Woods. So this is the thing are I really like. Credit
0: for her stuff, and the government's trying to take all of it um, from everybody else when they yeah. realized
1: that the signal had a buried second signal that is video and other components and things. Yes. Um, this is great. This is, this is actually, like, really great. From a fucking screenwriting point of view, this is like, hmm, it's so good. Because all three of your main points of view in this argument give what they think all the data in this, like, buried signal could be. Yeah. Um, Ellie says it could be the first edition of an encyclopedia Galactica, which is, like, awesome. Yeah. Uh, James Wood says it could be their colonization plans, <laughs> which is a very military shit weasel thing to think. Like, they're just going to come kick our ass. And then Tom Skerritt says, it could be Moses with 12 billion new commandments.
0: Yeah. And I, lo- I-, I, I love mean,
1: that, because it's like those three lines well, back I mean, to back to back, and I love it.
0: I mean, James Woods also has the whole line of, like, uh, why do you scientists always think that aliens are going to be benign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, is... Yeah, it's like, a valid point. It's a valid point. So but here's why
1: the does
2: the military always think that they're going to come and just... Well, the short know. answer, that's what we
1: pay them yeah. for.
0: When all you have is a hammer, everything looks
1: like a nail. Yeah, we pay them to assume everything is a threat to our nation. I don't agree with it, but it is a thing. So we get we first get the original signal, and which is the one they've realized is broadcasting in primes and all that. Um, they you know separated into two separate signals, you know, layered on top of one another, um, and one
3: yeah, is a video
1: good. signal, which is the uh, the Berlin opening ceremonies, um, and then. Layered inside of that, uh, which they had originally thought was like just background noise, um, translates to a visual, um, you know, th- thing encoded that, yeah. message. and yeah. it's, it's like thousands of pages of coded data, um, and that's what they're speculating on as being like Encyclopedia Galactica or invasion plans or Moses with you know twelve thousand yeah. new commandments. That's yeah. what they're.
0: It's something long and complicated And they still don't know what yet And they're trying very hard to figure it out
1: Yeah, and then this is where uh, Haddon, which is John Hurt
0: Oh yeah, she visits John Hurt on his jet
1: Yeah, uh, Haddon like lands his jet Yeah He He, he
0: faxes her Yeah, well he hacks into the SETI stuff And you know, and is like, take me to your leader, and is like fucking around with her and stuff like that. She's like, "Who, who is are you? this?" Yeah. And he's like, yeah. "I have a
1: secret." And she goes, "All right." And he sends her an image of one of the pages of of coded data, and she's like, "No, seriously, who is this?" And then he faxes her a thing that says, "Like meet me." Oh no, then he calls her. Yeah. And she gets on the phone. And we don't hear who it is, and then the fax goes off, and it's a page with like a little Google Maps on it that says, "Meet me here in twenty three hours or whatever."
0: not Google Maps, the 90s. It was probably MapQuest. Yeah,
1: whatever. It's basically (laughs) Google Maps.
0: Okay. But yeah, um, and and yeah. And later on, Haddon
1: definitely uses Google Maps.
0: Well, she has the, the meeting with him and stuff, and he's basically like, oh, I've been watching you for a long time, and blah blah blah. But also, he's like, hey, so those notes in the margins are basically, uh, you know, Base mathematical equations, and that's how you solve it.
1: Right, and she's like, "Yeah, but we can't figure out how to get them to line up." Yeah, and he says, "Well, you have to think about it the way these vegans would be thinking about it, which is basically like working at a higher level of intelligence at in all ways. Um, and it's a three dimensional thing. It's not it's not sheets of paper that line up. It's sides of a three dimensional cube, basically. Yeah. Um, it's mm-hmm. some it's things that you know." are semi-transparent that then line up using these margin things Yeah. um and that's how you you know that's how you decode them
0: yeah um and you know a big part of it was uh it makes a
1: lot of sense in the movie when you can see it
0: yeah 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 it's kind of it's kind of visual and yeah. it's, it's based around like a simple premise where it's like oh there's like some like base mathematical equations and that shows us the symbols for true and false and from there we can extrapolate the rest of the data um, which is like
1: you go sure
0: yeah. But anyway, um Yeah,
1: I, I take your word for it, contact.
0: Yeah. But so they get to a point where it turns out it's it's schematics for this ball looking thing and there's a person inside and what does it do? Well, we don't no, know
1: what it is is it's schematics of some kind.
0: Oh that's right. They don't um, even see the the person no. figure until later. Yep. Nope. It's schematics
1: yeah. of some kind. Okay. And uh, they go and they go before the military review board because they're gonna have to get funding to build it. And the military is going to be involved. Um, so, you know, she's like, it could uh, Jodie Foster is like, it could be some kind of teaching machine. It could be a conveyance. We don't know. And, um, you know, that's when one of the military guys, not James Woods for once, is like, yeah, it could be a bomb. It's like maybe every time they encounter an intelligent civilization, they beam this thing down.
0: Like a Trojan horse. Yeah, like a Trojan yeah. horse.
1: And, uh, you know, out... Uh, you know outcome pouring the entire uh, vegan army so then
0: well it turns out it actually was transport
1: yeah I forget how they find that out somebody they don't, else, I don't think oh, they should it's, off, oh, it's off screen somebody else yeah it. it's because it's come out but yeah it was some other group not actually on screen like decoded the message further and saw that there's a little illustration of a person inside this device so it is in fact some kind of conveyance
2: after she brings the formula back from Hayden and how to decode it. All. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. yeah. yeah they start she decoding it. Mm-hmm. them
0: the blueprints. Yeah. Right, right. They start decoding mm-hmm. it. Uh, there's a fancy dress ball. And doesn't
2: she hat. look
0: yeah. wonderful? Sorry. Lynn has a lot of opinions on the fancy dress ball.
1: I, so. I wanted she to mention, just, she, when she goes up to this, uh, when she gets invited to this like, thing tonight, she goes up to, who is it? it's Angela Bassett yeah uh, as like the presidential Love liaison her. yeah
0: yeah because yeah, they're in they're in D.C. now that all this stuff is broken so yeah, yeah they're know. going
1: before all the committees yeah. and all the boards it's not and New stuff. Mexico
0: anymore they're in D.C. doing all the political wrangling for this
1: uh, but yeah so she's like a presidential liaison and um, Jodie Foster goes up to her and she goes I have a question to ask you and you know Angela Bassett's like alright and she goes we're gonna get like a really nice dress for tonight. Yeah, it's it's cool. I like it. It's it's a good
2: and it's cause... a very nice dress. Yes. It is, she's looks really good she's
0: going to a very fancy party in DC and McConaughey's. And it, and there. it's
2: not like your regular like <clears throat> ball gown that you would see in Washington. It sort of had a vintage quality, like it was Edwardian or something like that from that time. You know the color scheme and the way the dress was put together. I really like. It. She looked marvelous.
0: Isn't this one of the earliest times where she sees uh, Jake Busey?
1: Yeah, so we kind of breezed past this, but when they announced to the world, like, you're contacted from an extraterrestrial oh, life, right. basically Burning Man breaks out at the very large array.
0: Well, it's, yeah. it's all the alien facts. But right, yeah. but it's like
1: Burning Man because yeah, it it's like everybody dressed up being crazy as shit, and they're, yeah. all, they're all doing their own... Like, the the religious space freaks think it's, you know, think it's God, and God's an alien. There's people who are like, oh, you know, Jesus was a f- the first alien, and there's all these, like, we're space people, and there's people doing musical numbers, and...
2: Singing the Purple People Eater. Yeah, purple People Eater, and a- to be the a Sky, yeah, and I Want to Be around, a Spaceman. Was
1: it
0: around here where they made the reference to Heaven's Gate,
1: um, during all this? Was... One of the news things after, yeah, like, one of the montages of news footage... That features like like Rob Lowe has a small part in this movie as like a, a congressman or something, a pundit or a of some head, kind. Yeah, <laughs> he's in a couple of the meetings though. He's not just on TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we get some news footage montage stuff, and one of them is like you know makes a <clears throat> reference to Heaven's Gate, which I was like, oh, that's dope. And you looked it up.
0: Uh, there's an IMDb trivia thing where apparently the uh, Heaven's Gate suicides happened about four months prior to. Uh, the release the release of the movie yeah. so they probably put it in last minute
2: you yeah. get
1: a, a peak, oh. quick peek of Jake Busey,
0: yeah. Busey.
2: being crazy yeah. preaching on top of a yeah.
1: Yeah, van only, or something he's the only one that doesn't He he's the only person at this like you know Bobo Burning Man that seems like he's not actually having fun like everybody else seems to be enjoying themselves uh, you know they're, yeah. They're, yeah, they're all doing like choreographed dance numbers on their RVs they're fucking barbecuing they're having cookouts so they're listening to music it's great it's Burning Man Bobo Burning Man. And he's just up on stage with his long, beautiful hair, just like, you know, evangelizing at, angrily at top volume.
0: So here's the thing. Um, I thought he looked a lot like the blonde terrorist in Die Hard. I think yeah, a lot he's of dressed
2: in all white with white hair. I think yeah. a lot of
0: it yeah. was, yeah, the white blonde hair and stuff like that. His long and, and yeah.
1: super straight yeah. hair. Yeah.
0: Um, Turns out the guy from Die Hard is Alexander Godunov. So here's the other thing, though, is that, like, in looking that up, it led me to a really weird rabbit hole. Everything you do
2: is a weird <laughs> rabbit hole. What's the rabbit hole?
0: Uh, the rabbit hole is that when, when I was trying to look for who played this guy, I got a thing pulled up on Google that was ldsfilm.com, which is specifically... Uh, any representation of the Church of the Latter-day Saints in film cataloged and contact is in there and they specifically talk about Gary Busey's character.
2: Do uh, do they dress all in white and stuff like that? Um, uh,
0: yeah. I, mean, I think
1: it's white shirts and black pants. It's yeah. va- like basic. Look. Yeah. Oh, he was all in white. Yeah, so Okay. He's never in the movie stated to be a Mormon. No,
0: just no. I so that's my number
1: one reason. Just, not yeah. like the pants don't well, match. Well, so that's do, a weird <laughs> thing to we get hung up on. They, like, I don't think he's a Mormon. It's that they never fucking say that. Say they, no, they, he doesn't. They do sing,
0: say he's from Utah, and that's Utah. often used as yeah. shorthand for that guy is a Mormon. But but also I don't think yeah. I, don't I, mean,
2: I didn't says, even but, catch that. That so, he's from Utah. Yeah. What
0: happens in the news broadcast after that other thing that we haven't gotten? To yeah. Okay. But also. So this particular site had a whole little chart um, comparing Joseph Smith and Ellie. Yeah, and how, I, how their characters are similar. So that was real. Did weird.
2: Joseph Smith believe in aliens?
1: No, Joseph Smith was visited by I angels know. who were Native Americans who gave him plates buried in the ground that only he could look at. Nobody he, else. He
2: had to look into a big top hat
1: to. That was later.
2: Yeah, that's such a crazy story. All
1: religion is crazy.
2: No, you're right. Yeah, this one's just really bizarre. This is not
1: any worse than, like, (laughs) hey, it's me, Moses, and I I have these rocks, and I have rules written on them for you from God. Rock and rule. I
0: I think somebody also had a line in here about how, like, they didn't send a burning bush or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's a, uh, I think it's Ellie. There's, when they're looking We're at skipping the, ahead a little, yeah. but when they're trying okay. to find the candidates, uh, they want somebody of oh, faith. Oh,
0: that's right. And
1: she says, well, it's not a religious message. If it was a religious message, you know, it would have appeared as a burning bush or a voice from God. And McConaughey shows up, and he fucking, like, cowboys his way in the conversation. He's like, well, actually, uh, you know, hey, how's it going? Hey, hey, hey. But uh, a booming voice from, from the heavens is exactly what you heard, isn't it? Yeah, it's me, McConaughey.
0: Yeah, and I mean, also, he talks... Well, okay, we are getting a little ahead. Yeah. I mean, also... We're like, all over the place. Yeah, we even skip a discussion between the two of them where she references Occam's razor, where...
1: Yeah, it's, it's I believe, the way they phrase it both times in this is that um, all things being equal... The simplest explanation is often the correct one.
0: Occam's Razor is the title of the first episode of the television show, House, of which during, what, the second or the third season, Morse is the cop that uh, gives House a hard time about his Vicodin. Trivia.
1: (laughs) Trivia. These things are in any tangential way related. Trivia.
0: Hunter has a hard time with IMDb. I
2: I read
1: a lot of IMDb trivia, and a lot of it is like, um... In this movie, he wears pink shoes, and in another movie, he had shoes. Trivia, and I'm like, what "The
0: fuck!" So there was one of these for this, which was that oh, I'm sure there were. Jodie Foster's nickname is Sparks, and the the who's who's the chick that plays young Jodie Foster?
1: Uh, Jenna Malone. Jenna
0: Malone. She's from Sparks, Minnesota, or something. Yeah, that's not yeah. trivia. That's trivia. a coincidence. Coincidence. But trivia it's Sparks. Trivia. You
2: know what? What? The electric chair. Out in the Midwest. It's called called Old Sparky Trivia. Trivia. All right, all
3: right,
1: all right. Trivia. When I said that thing, that was because Matthew McConaughey said that thing in a different movie, and he's in this movie. Trivia.
2: god So dude, I read a lot of
1: IMDb trivia, and a lot of it reads like that, and I'm like, what the fuck are you even but talking yeah. about? But so
0: during the fancy dress ball, Jodie Foster has this whole thing with Matthew McConaughey, where she's like, God probably doesn't exist because Occam's Razor, and like, what makes more sense that there's a higher power or that there's not? Oh yeah, they figure out that it's it's for. A machine, they're going to build it, and then they're yeah, going to send somebody through it. Yeah, that's the end of the, like, it. fancy yeah.
1: dress ball scene, is they all got to walk away because uh, they just got contacted by their respective, you know, higher-ups to be like, hey, somebody made a breakthrough. Yeah. it's definitely uh, a conveyance yeah. of some kind.
0: And so now we're going to build it, and we're going to send somebody through it, and they start interviewing people and stuff, and Ellie's honest about not being religious, and they make it into a thing, because as they say, like 90% of the world believes in God or a higher power, and they want somebody representative of that. So they're deciding who they're going to put in the machine, and they're not going to send Ellie, because she's agnostic, like, whoa. And what is it, Drumlin, Drummond? Yeah, he's all like, oh no, super Christian over here, which I don't think is true.
1: No, she even says, like, he just told you what you wanted to hear.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's dick about it, like he's been, but so he gets chosen to No, I be think we
1: decided. The biggest dick's Jake Busey.
0: Okay, yes, and we'll, we'll talk about why in, like, two seconds. But so, yeah, they pick him to be... To go. To go into the machine for whatever its purpose is, which we think is probably going to be some kind of transport or wormhole, which, spoilers, it is. But so, yeah, he's getting because ra- he
2: Because he represents 95, 90, 95% yeah. of the yeah, planet. Yeah, whatever
0: they say. Yeah, All well, the, um... There's a whole thing in
1: there about how they, they narrowed it down to however many contestants, a third of which were American. The number one contestant is an
2: astronaut or something. He's an, he's
1: an actual astronaut, and, but his kids are like, don't go, so he decides not to go. Right. Fuck you, astronaut. You bitch. <laughs> he just was looking for an excuse. Don't, blame don't put that shit on your kid. Like, well, my, my son asked me not to go, so I'm going to stay. It's like, nah, you didn't want to go that bad.
0: Don't shame our astronauts.
1: He's not a real astronaut. I can shame him. He's a fictitious astronaut. I don't think he's named. Okay. Yeah.
0: Unnamed astronaut. Yeah.
1: I'm not th- shaming real astronauts. Hunter thinks
0: you're a pussy. Uh,
1: no. Ma, I don't. Okay. Oh, yeah. Unnamed astronaut, yes. yes. Real astronauts, no. Yeah. My hierarchy of heroes goes astronauts, firemen, and then everybody else.
0: Police?
1: That's in the third tier. <laughs> okay. Astronauts, firemen, everybody else.
0: Doctors, nurses.
1: Yes. They're all down there. Astronaut guy bows out. Ellie is the front runner, but she's, yeah, as you said, she's uh, an atheist. They put her, you know, fat to the fire on that and make her say it. And then they're like, eh, we kind of cooled on you. So then they go with Tom Skerritt. Ellie, Jodie Foster, talks to McConaughey because he's the one that presented that question. He's the yep. one that asked her, like, you know, are you a woman of faith? Would you consider yourself a woman of faith? And he knew the answer from having had numerous conversations with her about this, you know.
0: Including naked ones. Yeah.
1: He says that, that that the reason is faith-based. That he, you know, as a man of God, couldn't in good conscience... Have somebody represent the Earth who was not a person of faith, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she tells him, like, well, you know, I was honest up there, and, you know, Tom Scarrett told you everything you wanted to hear, and, you know, that's great, isn't it? So, they go to the test now, right? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: so he's he's going to go through the thing and stuff like that. And Tom
1: Skerritt, yeah, they're in yeah. Cape Canaveral.
0: Yeah, and they have their whole crazy thing built.
1: It's awesome. Yeah. It is. So, okay, I want to yeah, talk about is, the direction. The design
0: for this is ridiculous. I want to
1: talk about the direction in a lot of this, these scenes, It's so fucking smart, because uh, Zemeckis doesn't shoot it, and whoever his director of photography was, they don't shoot it like, you know, most people would shoot this part of this movie. Like, there's not a bunch of glamour shots of, like, this is what their machine looks like, blah, blah, blah. It's shot the way you would see it on the news and stuff. It's, you know, from where the audience is, it's far away, so, like, you know, the machine is over on the horizon. It's kind of smoky, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, You see it a lot on TV monitors. You see a lot of Tom Skerritt. Well, and the crew of this, you know, machine have cameras set up to monitor things. so You see a lot of that, and I'm sure it had to save a ton of money. It was smartly
2: done. Yeah, Yeah. not
1: building a big set or not building a big, you know, having uh, it in such a way that you have to have a big CG room or something. Right. it's, I think it's very smart
2: but you don't feel like anything is lost no because it seems because realistic. you feel like you're there yeah, like yeah, yeah. looking at a it. lot of
1: the foot you know a lot of the, yeah, well, the scenes about it's, the.
0: it's like when you see the shuttle launches and stuff yeah, like exactly. it's very much mm-hmm. that perspective
1: yeah and a lot of the, the scene you know of the test is from the uh, what you, the command center mm-hmm. so it's either through the windows out on the horizon again very small or from the monitors, which is how they see it. So you feel like you're, like, it's, it feels yeah. very grounded and real, but it also mm-hmm. s- must have saved a ton of money on yeah. special effects. It's you're- so smart.
0: So did you want to shout out to the cinematographer?
1: Oh, uh, Don Burgess? Yeah. Um, let me see what Don Burgess has done.
0: I don't know what else
1: he's done. Oh, uh, well, apparently he's done a bunch of Zemeckis things. So Zemeckis likes to work with the same bunch of people, which I always respect. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, also, um, uh, Tom Hanks he did several movies with. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so, like, he's got. Ooh, favorite. he did a Playboy movie called Bedtime favorite. Stories.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did Blind
1: Fury! Holy shit! Oh, I love this man. Blind Fury's okay. great. He did so, No Money.
0: So, Don Burgess is Hunter's new. Oh, uh, Don Cinemate Burgess. Is tower. He did, yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> contact Castaway. He did the first Spider Man. Ooh, he did Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. That's a mark. Uh, yeah, Whoa. no, it's so good appara- stuff. So,
0: apparently, the design of this device. Yeah. Uh, was based off of a design for the Time Machine Terminator Two. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Which also, so, to just briefly describe how that looks, it's like three rings, and yeah, it's got okay. like a pod that's supposed to drop through the three rings. It's massive. And maybe it does a thing.
1: It's massive. The way a space shuttle tower is. Um, yeah. It's got like a gangplank thing, like arm that reaches out over top of three enormous uh, concentric rings. That you know rotate inside of each other the way uh, what well is it? it's is almost, it the atoms in a
0: well I was gonna say it almost yeah. looks like a um, it's not Bohr's it's okay so there are different models of atoms um, but yeah the one that people are used to seeing yeah, where it's electrons on a track electrons yeah yeah, yeah it, it would kind of look like that if you yeah. imagine a nucleus being dropped into the center of this electron thing I think the Bohr's model is actually the shells.
1: I don't know, but you're boring me right now. I know, I know.
0: But I mean, like the 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 them being on like an orbit track doesn't actually accurately depict the movement of electrons. It's much more random than that.
1: It's a visualization from the 50s of what atomic power looks like. So
0: having shells around a nucleus has a more somewhat accurate presentation, even though it's almost like Schrodinger's cat, whether or not they'd actually be in any particular part of the shell at any given time.
1: Plus, it's like a really dangerous Mr. Peanut. Anyway, um... <sighs> cut, cut. It, cut it. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> it. Cut, it, cut. It. My Mr. Peanut joke saved it.
0: <laughs> did it? <laughs> he's cracking up because he's like, I don't think No, it, did. it
1: didn't. <laughs> of course it didn't. That's not funny.
0: I'm digging deep into some high school science for this shit.
1: <laughs> for, for no reason. But I like, know. It's okay. I respect your journey.
0: Ah, uh, just...
1: So, Tom Skerritt has like a heads-up, head-mounted display, like a little camera thing. Um, there are security cameras for monitoring everything uh, all on the gangplank and stuff, we, because they're going to turn the machine on and just see if it works and what it does cuz they don't even know yet. So, Scarrett is above, yeah, you know, he's where the pod will be, um, and he's looking down into the machine and it's it's cool. It's it's kind of treated, you know, it's less is more. Like you're seeing it from Skerran's perspective and it's so big. You don't really know exactly what it's doing. Like we're seeing it on the horizon as well. You see the rings rotate, but like the exact mechanics of it because they don't matter. Yeah. They're not depicted. We don't we don't waste time depicting them because it's not going to matter unless you're, uh, you know, mechanics Nerd, like if you're a real geek for machinery, you'll be like, "Oh, I wish I knew how the machine worked." But like, that's a very yeah. slim percentage of your audience, so they
0: you, you just do, breeze it. You do get occasional dialogue of them speculating about what. Well, yeah, the thing is, they don't know what yeah. it's going to
1: do, how it's going to like how news, it's going to
0: transport. Yeah, a the
1: newscaster says like they think you know there there are some theories that say that it's going to supercharge uh, you know the pod and launch it out of the atmosphere into space, which I would that's insane. I can't imagine how that one. <laughs> yeah, and really? then they say like, you know, there's also theories that it's going to harness energy to open a wormhole portal in the center, blah blah. We'll see. So, uh, yeah. they turn the machine on. Tom Skerritt is like standing on the gangplank above it monitoring how it works and and he says he feels a vibration and he says, you know, is anyone else picking this up? And none of them like none of the monitors, none of the anything are reading it.
0: Well, Also, Ellie is, you know, in the room. Yeah. yeah.
1: She's watching the you know, monitors and, monitors stuff. and stuff. She's
0: doing little like joystick to get the camera moving around. Yeah. And she
1: notices that one of the technicians is suspicious, and it's not a technician; it's Jake Busey, and she's like. You know, she alerts um, like the mission control commander guy, and yeah. she's like, "That guy shouldn't be there. I know that guy."
0: Security breach.
1: Yeah, so then they start Shutting trying, yeah, trying to get him
0: off and alerting.
1: They start, they start the emergency yeah. shutdown for the rings. They, you know, trying to alert security, and then she gets on the like private communications with uh, Tom and Is like, "That guy shouldn't be there." Tall technician guy, he's behind you, you know. And there's like a little bit of a chase. He's got a bomb.
3: Yep. Uh, he's got, like, a, a bomb vest.
1: vest, yeah, with a little hand uh, trigger thing. Detonator. A detonator, yeah, and...
0: Might have even been a Deadman's, uh, whatever. I don't think day. so. I don't know.
1: Well, Deadman's thing is it has to I, held I down. know, you
0: you hold it down, and then even if you're... Once they release
1: yeah. it, it goes off. Right. But I think that's actively a shot of him, like, pressing it in Tom Skerritt's face. Oh,
0: okay. That might be true.
1: Um, and it blows up, and it's a spectacular destruction... Yeah. Out on the horizon, like, the gangplank falls into the spinning rings, everything starts to break apart, you know, it's throwing shrapnel everywhere, it blows up the rest of the tower, it launches shrapnel all the way across Cape Canaveral to where spectators are, yeah. and, like, a wave of debris and dust washes up against the front of the control room. Yeah,
0: and it's... It's terrifying. Honestly, yeah, I was, I was, um, surprised, like, I... F- I remember that scene, but I forgot about the emotional resonance that it has because oh, yeah. that was tough to watch a little bit. Yeah. It's very well, it, disheartening it, in a big way. It's like a it's like a national you know, it's like a national tragedy or a natural disaster or something like that. We're just watching that, you're like, that is so big and there are so many people and holy shit and you know.
1: I think presenting it so matter of factly and in a way that feels grounded and real, it feels like watching a space launch. Yeah. Makes that feel like, yeah, like a national tragedy would. Like, yeah. oh, you know, like it's, the Challenger disaster. Or, yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah, like, it harkens back to that.
0: It's a failure on a magnitude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, to lighten the mood, I will read my note.
3: Okay.
1: About when um, Jake Busey shows up in this movie, in the beginning. Uh, my note about when Jake Busey shows up, when you first see him, I forgot Jake Busey was in this. I forgot he was this character. And I was like, oh, right, it's Jake Busey. And I was like, those teeth don't run in his family. They gallop. <laughs> Thank you. Thank- I can hear the applause all the way from your homes. So I hope that made everyone smile in the wake of this national tragedy. Um, I also wrote, Jake Busey bombs for Jesus.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's got a whole, uh, I don't know, manifesto, because of course he does. Yeah, they
1: cut to basically, it's not his YouTube channel, but it's basically his YouTube channel. It's
0: probably a YouTube channel. It was 97, YouTube didn't happen until, like, I don't know. Well, I said it's not his YouTube
1: channel. That's all we need to know. It's not.
0: Five or something? Yeah, look it up.
1: (laughs) Tell me the name of the guy that invented YouTube.
0: I don't know the guy.
1: How many fingers did he have? Was he married? (laughs) What kind of socks did he like? (laughs) Was it golden toe? Hmm. Was it Golden Yo, Toe Socks?
0: Golden Toe.
1: I'm going to throw that phone, I <laughs> swear to God. Why are you looking at the consequential details?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, it was 05. Called it. What part of
1: you you doing a little research has manifested thusly?
0: I don't know. Like this
1: is like your transition from being like a normal scientist to being like a Batman villain. Like you're like <laughs> but, you're like I think I like frogs, and then like six months later you're like I'm the frog queen. Oh, yeah. I'm going to commit crimes. a us I Definitely O five, right? I said yeah, good. 05. That's a
0: good guess. It was definitely 05.
1: That's a good guess, you lunatic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're cutting yeah, so this she, out. We so so she gets
1: out. home. Yeah. So and she this,
2: gets another. You've got mail. Oh, she
1: she walks in and there's like a a, a portable super saddle, uh Yeah, like super satellite thing, and a laptop or something, and then uh, and a TV all set up in the middle of her room, and uh, she goes over to it and it says like click any key. So she hits the any key, and. Uh, a, a signal you know a bunch of things pop up saying like searching signal sent blah 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 the tv comes on and it's like a live feed in the Mir oh, space when station there's a,
2: uh, a camera on top yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right
1: there's a camera the on top filter. of the tv mm-hmm. and it's a live feed from the Mir space station and some you know russian guy is like blah 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 and then he goes oh hello comrade arroway he has been waiting for you and then goes and uh moves out of the way and it's had again And apparently, yeah, he has cancer, and the only thing keeping it at bay is space rays. Yeah, the zero gravity. Yeah, uh, and everything.
0: Yeah, and the low
1: oxygen environment for whatever reason.
0: I mean, like it's it's kind of um, based on some stuff in the novel, apparently. um, Sure. Where it was more just like he was uh speculating that like if he could get himself like cryogenically frozen a smarter race could thaw him back out and cure whatever nice Mm -hmm. yeah i mean like that might be too much of a paraphrase but that seemed like that general gist of it of like cryogenics plus aliens
1: broad strokes yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. he says oh yeah my my window has a hell of a view and then he's like here i want to show you something he clicks her camera to like a camera pointing out i guess his window or down from the outside of the ship and it's the earth and then he then he google maps he google earths in on um so it's a yeah it's an island in japan and he zooms all the way in and there's a second uh uh, machine a second transport and then like you know and then
2: he says he
1: says and they still want an american um which is awesome
2: and then he says, What does he say? You want to go for a ride? It I is. love
1: that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh,
0: it, it is Hokkaido.
1: It was Hokkaido? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love John Hurt. Rest in peace, yeah. he passed away last year.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: He was fantastic. I know. He picked great roles. Yes. Yeah. Especially
2: as he got older, he had really well, interesting he was, characters.
1: He was like a 20 year old that looked like 48. Uh-huh. Like, he he already looked like an older man in his, like, you know... Years, his, yeah. In his uh, youth. So, so like, he, he aged gracefully in two character actors.
0: Yeah, he had a nice, long, big swath of being, you know, mm-hmm. older, yeah. grizzled guy. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: he's an alien. He's an yeah. alien. The first
0: one. He's an alien.
1: He's an alien. And uh, he's also, I mean... A, a m- plethora of other roles but he's also in Doctor Who yeah he's the war doctor
0: he was in in the anniversary special thing
1: He was was great he's the war doctor he's awesome rest Uh, in peace Joan yeah so now that Ellie is gonna you know go for this thing go in this thing they show her the secret astronaut suicide pill that they've been giving to astronauts like since the beginning they've never told me about
0: apparently that's debated as whether or not that's actually a thing I bet it is I bet it's real some
1: daddy's little helpers daddy's little helpers mother's little helpers are just fucking you know speed they're just like yeah they're yeah. just they're just gonna get you a little whacked out daddy's little helpers will kill daddy <laughs> Um, so McConaughey what's the, the 30 what's the like a last minute thing there's a phrase like the yeah 11th hour
2: 25th hour. hour no 25th hour
1: is it the what's 11th hour I think it's 11th hour Whatever he explains that he found out that she you know where she was going to be and he wanted to go oh, when he they went sent to s- they sent
0: the eleventh hour is considered the final moment when change is possible there you go so that would be yeah the last minute
1: yeah okay that's what I want so um when they when the government U S government sent the little boxes with like your various oh, cameras and infrared it's,
0: it's another thing from the Bible <laughs> is it yeah apparently uh, the eleventh hour. It's a phrase meaning at the last moment, right. taken from a passage in the parable of the workers in the vineyard in the King James Bible, uh, Matthew twenty one to sixteen, King James version. Wow, one in to sixteen. I know that's why I was like, I'm not going to read it. Uh,
1: Go ahead. In our in our private lives, Allison and I recently watched uh, Hellraiser, which contains the oh. shortest biblical verse, which was
2: Jesus, Jesus
1: wept. Yeah. Word. My favorite.
0: Uh, Also, Jesus wept, apparently replaced the original written line, fuck you. Uh,
1: Not in Hellraiser, in the (laughs) Bible. McConaughey, um, when the government, when the U.S. government sent, like, they they sent a bunch of, like, various spectrometers, they're going to read in infrared, they're going to read in this kind of light spectrum and this sort of data, blah, blah, blah. They're going to try and record as much data as they can while the pod does whatever it does. Mm -hmm. Um, He traveled with that stuff, uh, so he could come and, and talk to her, and he tells her he doesn't want her to go, and that that was why he, you know, kind of sabotaged her earlier interview because she was almost a shoe in for the position of the first uh, launch. And um, you know, he said like the reason I gave you that I couldn't send somebody that wasn't a person of faith like I am, and blah 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 blah, is a good reason, but it's not the real reason. Basically, it said he likes her. He loves her. So he was acting on love's behalf, and that's what saved her life um, when she would have been killed. killed. And Witch. also
0: that astronaut and his kid, even though you were saying that, that kid yeah. is dumb and terrible. Yeah, yeah, So more the fool you.
1: No. What I said is that astronaut is a baby and that kid is a wuss. He said and the kid
2: was a terrible the actor. The was a bad actor, yeah. which he is. <laughs> that is
1: undisputed. Look at that kid. The daughter is much better. Okay. The, daughter, like the, the son goes, I asked my dad not to... And he, Daddy, that, don't go. Right, and then the, the daughter says, like, Daddy, don't go. But she says it the way a human would talk, and the little boy says it the way, like, a cardboard Chuck Norris robot would talk. It's bad. <laughs> so I stand by that. Stand by it. This is my hill to die on. Um, <laughs> kids are bad actors most of the time. That's my hill. So McConaughey acting on love's behalf is what saved her from, from dying in the terrorist attack on the first machine. That, that's God.
2: Yeah, maybe. Say that again?
1: So, McConaughey, our audience's ambassador to religion, and Mm -hmm. therefore God, in this movie, acting on, you know, Love's behalf. He didn't want her to go because he likes her, he was afraid something would happen to her, or worst case, they talk about Einstein's theory of relativity, that worst case, traveling to Vega from Earth would take her four years, but 50 years our time because of the spatial relativity. Mm -hmm. Um, and when, by the time she, she got back, back,
2: everybody, everybody she would be knew
1: dead or, did. you know, very, very old mm-hmm. and yada, yada. And he didn't want to lose her. So he sabotaged her
2: meeting, her trip,
1: um, by yeah. asking her if she was a woman of faith, knowing what her answer would be, knowing how it would make her look. And that she couldn't answer the question.
2: Right. right? And now I get um, the, all that. Right. So
1: he, because he likes her and that's what saved her from the first you know yes. otherwise she probably I mean the argument can be made that maybe she would have recognized Jake Busey earlier or something and yeah,
2: gotten him off the but the platform from but from what
1: we know mm-hmm. Jake Busey blew up that fucking test right. and everybody died so right. what saved her was this man of God acting on behalf of love yes that's God yes that's what I think this movie is saying about the nature of God and religion
2: that's
0: very interesting yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Checks out. I feel like I see your ducks, and they are in a row, well lined up.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next my next note just says
2: oh, and we didn't talk about the compass. <gasps> oh that's oh.
0: shit, that's right
2: from that... the beginning, from the cantina yeah. when oh. he said, "Do you want a yeah,
1: cracker jack?" So, you know? yeah,
0: so that happened. So this
1: you mentioned earlier, Allison. I believe you mentioned earlier that like. You both, actually, both of you talked I have
0: it. a note about it, but it's at the very last <sighs> yeah, minute, yeah. which is dumb of me. So I'm, the both yeah. of
1: you mentioned this, um, that she, you know, despite being the logical person, the scientific person, she's not cold. No. no. Um, she, you know, she has sentimentality, you know, she has emotions and things. And, I mean, as a performer, Jodie Foster does a great job of conveying that without... Making it over dramatic and you know, yeah, like no. weeping every five minutes, or right. you know, clutching at her pearls and things like that kind of shit. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's, it's
0: all believable. She yeah. has a strength and a presence, but also, yeah, Jodie Foster's amazing. I know.
1: And the reason yeah. we know she uh, has feelings for Palmer is because she holds on to this dumb Cracker Jack compass that he gives her the first time they meet in the little cantina.
2: Yeah, they're having well, a beer they, together. Well, it keeps going back and forth. Well, she gives it back to but him. She yeah. has it
1: for four years. Yeah, so yeah. She has it for the uh, and then like there's in the middle of the movie well, there's a four years later jump. Uh,
0: and what's funny is she tries. To, yeah, so when got, he comes
1: to Washington, she, she's, and she's got her here. beer
0: and her thumbtacks, and he's got his beer and some cracker jack, and he gives her the compass out of it and stuff like that. And she's like, "Oh, you should keep it. It might save your life someday." Which is a funny line to pair with that. Yeah.
1: Because he gives it back to her. And, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, on a chain. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And then she has it four years later.
0: Yeah. Uh, when mm-hmm. they meet
1: up in, uh, where is that?
0: Are they, when he comes Washington? to Washington, yeah, to the meetings and
2: stuff. Because I think he hears about her on the news, or breakthrough. Yeah. well, he's invited and then, to
1: the White House to be part of the, the team. board.
2: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: He's a representative of, of the religious point of view. You know, when he does ask her the question about if she would consider herself a woman of faith and whatever, she, when she feels betrayed by that, he shows up at her um, hotel room and she gives it back to him. Yeah. Yeah. So when he comes to see her in Japan, he gives it back back to, to her, her again to yeah.
2: take with her, yeah. to take with
1: her, yeah, to find her way home.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. So she's yeah getting suited up for this whole thing. Apparently, her like outfit for uh, the you know travel, yeah, yeah. travel. Uh, was inspired by Joan of Arc,
1: dude. I thought that again. Actually. It's like an
0: IMDb trivia thing. Like I know uh, she... uh, It's a little like armor looking, yeah. especially uh, in the top. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah, so, um,
0: okay. Very that's silver, but also it's very yeah, like plate looking. Yeah. Yeah, um, like so. yeah, 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 like
2: the breastplate and all
0: that.
1: So the one addition that the designers, the US, I think designers made to the schematics for the pod and for all the thing. Is that they put in a chair in the, the you know, in the, the original ch- schematics? There's nothing in the room. It's just you, there's a it's ball, just a
0: sphere that gets dropped through yeah. this whole so, thing.
1: So they put in a chair. It's got magnet like locks in it, um, and she has little like she's wearing this suit of fabric, and then over top of it these kind of like armor things around her like waist and chest that lock magnetically into the, the chair, chair to secure her and whatever.
2: Now yeah. I have a couple yeah. questions about that about the chair. About the chair, because you know when she's talking about the vibration and everything, and she's you know if she wasn't in that chair, yeah,
1: she wouldn't have felt it. Yeah,
2: it was the chair that was causing yeah. the discomfort. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. pseudo scientifically, the the sphere is space magic. Um, so you know it's going to vibrate its way right the fuck out of. I'm our sorry, it's, it's what space magic? It's what? To put it in terms you would understand, it's
0: Space Magic Bum 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 bum.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna do it again. Um what you guys don't like songs? Come on. That shit's cute as hell, you know it. Yeah, so this you know, this pot is gonna like space magic its way right out of our plane of existence and go on this crazy Stargate journey, and yet we tried to bolt a thing onto uh, it, you know. Yeah.
0: Come on. It's it's just like the opening of uh, third rock from the sun.
1: Yeah, kinda. <laughs> So she locks herself in this chair, and like as we we're talking about, like the pot it drops, it goes through a thing, wormhole. Okay, we all know this. This is part of this is the end of the movie. Well, but yeah, she's talking hour. about yeah, she's talking about the vibrations and all that and everything. And at one point, um, the the compass like floats up out of her like pocket wherever she had stashed it, and it's just floating like peacefully in the air in front of her, and she's like shaking violently in this chair, and that's when she's kind of like. Maybe the chair is at fault. So that she, you know, unattaches Um, herself to the chair. And is just floating comfortably. And then pretty much right after that, the chair, like, snaps off its moorings. And then... Just slams slams to the ceiling. Yeah, it floats for a minute, and then it slams, yeah, to the back of the pod away from her.
0: But also, you know, there's, like, yeah, an implication that she could have been, like...
1: Should have been totally fine standing in
0: Well, that and I thought the implication was that she could have been hurt or killed if that chair had uh, snapped earlier. Yeah, Yeah. she was in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's again another but instance of intervention. Possibly,
1: the broken chair lends credence to the she womped her head uh, theory that they sort of.
0: Oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It all sucks.
0: Yeah. So yeah, they're 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 gonna send her through and stuff. Uh, her comms fuzz out and everything, uh, so they can't really hear her. It's also really emotional, man. Cuz like, yeah, she's great. like vibrating, and this thing's gearing up, and there's a lot of light and stuff like that. And she's just saying over and over again that she's okay to go, but like,
2: and her friend Kent hears. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's, yeah,
0: yeah Kent. so goddamn good. Yeah. Uh, bad man. ears, Kent. Yeah, is on yeah. top of it. Because um, I can hear.
1: Her. Yeah, he's like, I hear her. I hear her. She's, she's ready to she's go. good to go. She's good to go.
0: Oh my yeah. god, it's great. Yeah, cuz they're yeah, they're having issues with her like uh They audio get out
2: the abort uh, Yeah, yeah, the the, the, yeah. the abort button
1: yeah. and everything. Yeah. The uh launch like, you know, commander or whatever is like just about to cancel the launch. Oh, it's yeah. so good.
0: Yeah. It's so tense. And and yeah, I mean like Jodie Foster's acting her balls off. Like I like to say. Oh, it's great. It's, yeah, It's there's fear there, but she's also, like, she's... She wants to do it. Yeah, she yeah do. she's yeah. okay. She wants to do it. She's good to go. We're going to go.
1: So when she gets in the pod, the, you know, like, the, a robotic arm, like, puts the door back on. Yeah. And then it seals itself, and it becomes totally Yeah, sealed. isn't
2: that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, once and
2: those the, lights. Yeah, once on the, the uh, yeah,
1: machine like, starts powering up. The pot is becoming translucent, where yeah. she's able to see the rings turning below her, her through feet, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking cool. So, let's talk for a moment about Arthur C. Clarke's three laws.
0: Yes, sure. So,
1: the first law, to paraphrase, is that if a, if a scientist, if a, if a wise scientist says that something is possible, he's probably right. If he says that something is impossible, he's probably wrong. And, you know, what that means is that things are more often than not possible. Okay, that's pretty understandable. Clark's second law is the only way to know what is possible is to go slightly past what we believe is possible into the impossible. You'll know your limits once you've tried to exceed them, right? makes sense again. And then Clark's third law, which is the one that most people have a big old problem with that I think makes total sense because I'm a genius, is that any sufficiently advanced technology would be indistinguishable from magic. Yeah. Uh, And that's what this is. This is space magic. She gets in this thing, it seals itself, it becomes translucent. Uh, These are Earth materials, but because of the way they're constructed from this, you know, higher intelligence, they are behaving unlike Earth materials should be able to behave, or that we know Earth materials are likely to behave. Well, the whole rest of this is all space. I
0: matter. mean, like, the whole the whole idea is that, like, all elements are distributed evenly across the universe because it's all made from the same stuff and it's just yeah. expanding outward. So it's not even just, like, it's Earth materials, like it's something special. Right, right sh- I'm just clarifying for the It's the base listener. materials They didn't, they didn't of- send
1: us anything. They didn't send us a magic crystal through the, you know, contact vortex. Right, or yeah, it was... Or some kind of yeah. uh, sentient gas yeah. who's going to guide us. There's no, no. magic. No, no. Like, it, was just thing like, thing. it was
0: just IKEA directions for yeah. all the shit that you already have on your planet. Yeah, basically. Yeah.
1: They just built a Torta Blay Bar. It's going to launch them into fucking deep space. It's not the Torta Blay Bar. Torta Blay Bar is my favorite IKEA product. Oh. It is a blueberry tart, <laughs> but it's called a Torta Blay Bar, which is so goddamn fun to say. Torta Blay Bar. It's fun. You should try it. I encourage you all to try it. He
0: might be mispronouncing it. We actually, I might be
1: mispronouncing we it. We actually didn't check. No, but I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing it the way it sounds in my head, and it's
0: great. I apologize to our Swedish listeners. It rolls off Of which the there are several, yeah. possibly.
1: Hold on, gentlemen, ladies. <laughs> Thank you for my most of my furniture. <laughs> <laughs> and some of my snacks.
0: <laughs>
1: <Uh-oh>. <laughs> and- IKEA, if you want to sponsor this
0: podcast, we're all about it. Yo... Also, if you want poster children for it not being a place to kill your relationship, Hunter and I are really good at Ikea. Yeah, I don't know
1: where, sidebar, I don't know (laughs) where this fucking, this, like, urban legend that, like, going to an Ikea will kill your relationship. No,
0: no, no, there are articles about this. I'm
1: sure there are, there are articles about everything. Yeah, apparently going to Ikea is a bad idea for your relationship because something, 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 you'll break up because too many Swedish furnitures. So... So, yeah, everything from here on in is space magic.
0: I was saying, like, yeah, it's them giving us instructions for things that should be universally available throughout the... Yeah,
1: materials-wise.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, any planet should be able to have these things because of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Like... Popular
1: television show, The Big Bang Theory. Oh, my God. Is that what?
0: how he meant No. No, I'm but, saying with The Big like Bang... Like, the
2: gold on Earth comes from outer space. Yeah. Like Any, because of The Big Bang. Everything. everything, everything. On Earth, yeah. Yeah.
0: element on Earth yeah. comes from outer space. Yeah. Earth comes from outer
1: space. In yeah. fact,
0: Earth You're is there right. now. Yeah.
2: It is. It's in outer space. Yeah. It's formed. Yeah, and I mean,
0: I mean, maybe, maybe different plants have different concentrations of certain elements. Yeah. Or some of them might be more surface, whereas other might, others might be more underground. Because I know, like, yeah. Earth, for example, has, you know, a mostly iron core. That's why we have magnetic poles, but that's not necessarily true of all Is the Is that plants. where the
2: people live, in the center of the Earth?
0: Lizard <laughs> Truth, yeah.
2: Yeah, Teal of Tequila's there. <laughs>
1: oh my god. So it's, it's going to kind of be a little hard to talk about and convey... What's great about this final sequence because it's
0: so. This is where all the visuals come in, yeah. and that's yeah, just a lot of like things that you see. It's it's really well done. I mean, like it's, I, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it it's, looks
1: it's, it looks super cool. It's late
0: nineties, but it does not look hokey. Like it's all very reasonable. Yeah, no, it doesn't. You know, and, and, and the blue effects, screening or whatever, the effects yeah. look
1: really good. Yeah, the effects have held up really well. Yeah, and like okay, it's Zemeckis, and Zemeckis is a bit of a. He's not afraid to really hammer on the emotions.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, neither is Spielberg. That's not... I'm not saying this in any kind of derogatory way. Um, I'm just saying, like, get ready. Because, like, at one point, Ellie is looking... You know, she's floating in this pod, and she's looking out through it because it's translucent, and, like, she becomes young Ellie briefly. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like a cut or whatever. It's like CG. Like, her face melts into uh, Jenna Malone's face. And, you know, it's...
0: Well, I mean, even some of her wormhole things and stuff like that. Well, like,
1: that's she's that's a different special effect.
0: No, but I mean, like it's also very emotional. Where like, oh, she's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, fearful and apprehensive, and you know, no, I mean specifically, like I mean and... specifically,
1: like uh, Zemeckis is not afraid to like tug at the heartstrings. Yeah, and like, it, in some some people can view it as like being a little corny or whatever, but it he more frequently than not makes it work. Yeah, um, we'll I also- think it really works in this sequence.
2: I have to say, she talks to them, hoping that they can hear her oh. and film, like, yeah. you know, with that yeah. uh, her headgear yeah. and stuff, yeah, through I don't- the I don't- whole thing. I don't think
0: we mentioned that. She's fitted with, like... Um, I uh, think I
1: mentioned it earlier with uh, Skerritt, because he had okay. the same sort of rig. But yeah, yeah. she yeah. also has the... Yeah. It's a mic and all the infrared scanners and whatever, so it's going to see... You know, it's mounted on the side of her head. It's going to see what she sees in all these different spectrums.
0: Allegedly.
1: Alleged, yeah, supposedly. That's the idea.
0: Yeah. It does not work. Yeah, she's basically got, yeah, like a camera headgear with audio. It's
1: one of those fancy Madonna headsets.
0: Yeah.
2: And every time she gets through one of those yeah. wormholes and she sees, you know, Wait. space, what she yeah, sees. Yeah, so what's the, the first different...
1: one? Like, she gets through this crazy wormhole the, and she's trying to quadrant. describe it as it's happening. Yeah. You know, I'm in some sort of wormhole or tunnel, and she's like, you know, there's a light source ahead. She comes out and it's in like a, a star.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's that she gets a, to Vega.
1: Yeah, it's I Vega. I think that, that, that that's Vega. Vega. Yeah, it's a star in the middle of like a cloud.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well,
1: then she gets pulled into like a second, you know, second wormhole. part of the wormhole, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this thing starts happening where uh, her face like melts out into.
0: Yeah, into different. Um, yeah,
1: it's, it's her again. It's either in the past or the future. Um, The first one is, uh, she says, uh, "I had no idea." Then she says, "They're alive." Oh, you know what uh, she sees? Oh, god!
2: She she sees down on the planet like there's happened
1: yet. Like she when when like she's going through the wormhole and like it's shaking and um, before she gets out of the chair and stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, like time bleeds weirdly, and so stuff she's about to say like happen, like she it's her saying it. Mm -hmm. So like it says. Um, I had no idea. That's the first one. The second one is they're alive. And the third one is, oh, God. And like, kind of, it kinda, you know, like in that context, it builds tension mm-hmm. because it. even if you're not sure what's happening, like I had no idea. That's, you know. They go, well, she said,
2: well, this is what I thought. She looks at the sky yeah. and she said, I had no idea. Yeah. And you're thinking like how big it is, yeah, how beautiful it is. it is. And then she said they're alive because she, she looks, looks down, down onto the planet. Happen yet. How do you know? We, how I know she's it didn't looking. happen yet because
1: we watched it, and that's the order that the events happen in the film. It didn't happen yet. She didn't get to the stop in the wormhole where she sees the planet below with with lights on it. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. traveling through this wormhole is warping time.
3: Uh-huh.
1: It's traveling through various dimensions. Like uh-huh. she's tra- as we find out at the end of the film, she's traveling through time.
2: Right. Right. right.
1: So then she reaches, like, the second stop in the, you know, wormhole thing. And it's um four-star, like, quad you know, quadruple-star system. Right. And she's looking at it, and she's like, that's when she says, I had no idea, like, it's so beautiful.
2: They should have sent a poet. Yeah, that, I think that's what she, she said, says, I that. should have sent
1: yeah. a poet. Um, and then she looks down at the closest I, planet. No
2: so, words. She says, no yeah, I have no words. Yeah,
1: so. Then she looks down at the closest planet, and it has a network of, like, lights and stuff on. It looks like the way it would look looking at Earth from space.
3: Like, Mm -hmm. Like cities and, you know, know,
1: city lights and things like that. It's just, they're alive. Like, Mm -hmm. that's all she can, you know, say is, like, there's other life out here, some kind of organized, you know, sentient life. Goes through more, you know, crazy wormhole stuff. And that's when it starts, the that's vibration when the chair gets breaks. really crazy. Yeah. And that's when she says, oh God, which we saw her saying earlier when she was like moving through time. And then she, you know, breaks out of the chair. If she gets out of the chair, the chair breaks. That I think that's when she says, it's so beautiful, I have no words. Because uh, she sees like, she says it's some sort of celestial event. And it's like, you know, all kinds of in yeah. space, mm-hmm. crazy space porn happening. Uh, that's when she says, you know, no words, they should have sent a poet. She just keeps saying, it's so beautiful. And then it, it calls back to the uh, opening of the movie where you zoomed out through her eye. In this, we zoom in on her eye.
0: Yeah.
1: And she keeps repeating, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And it's, uh, you know, her floating, but she's, like, unconscious now.
0: She looks
2: like she's sleeping Sleeping, or yeah. yeah.
1: And, uh, and the pod is now fully translucent. And she's sitting on, like, a beach, like her drawing.
0: She's kind of, like, dragging her fingers through it and stuff. And it's making like,
1: musical notes when she touches it.
0: Yeah, and you can see stuff, like, waving It, and it,
1: it ripples like Predator. It's like, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah, it's holographic like, looking.
1: So I think what I'm positing is that these aliens are, in fact, Predator.
0: predator? Okay. <laughs> Looks like the beach in Pensacola, but a little iffy. Because, you know. Yeah,
1: it's like the, the sand are... is really white, yeah. the sky is a little too blue, like... Yeah, I was never sure, and I've seen this movie a couple of times, I was never sure if it was supposed to be like a
0: A child drawing or Yeah yeah. or
1: or like or if they found they took her to a planet that looked like a thing that held resonance to her. Right. Like they found a planet that looked like this drawing she did that holds emotional resonance.
0: That's possible. It's just that there was the trees that were exactly the way she drew them. I I
2: think they manipulated what her thoughts were.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Or if this was like something that happened in her mind in space you know, floating in space. Like, like they I
2: could think. sort of read her thoughts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this yeah. was an image that, yeah, they took from her wow. when she, when she's on the beach and she's looking down and you see that like shimmeriness.
1: See that's how is
0: Yeah. It's her. Um,
1: it's the alien manifesting. Yeah. yeah. Like taking form. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, is it a physical place? Or was it something in her mind? That's that's yeah. all. Like that, you know. There's there's stuff that supports both arguments. Like mm-hmm. the fact that it looks like her child is drawing. Mm-hmm. You know, the argument could be made that like 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 what's a rule thirty four? Like if you theorize that a, a thing exists, then somewhere on the internet it exists. Yeah. I you know this is a thing. And this doesn't matter to the, the movie at all. Like the effect of the movie. But I always kind of thought about like. Is this a fictitious environment they've created in her mind, or did they search through their, you know, Rolodex of trillions of available planets and take her to one that looked like something that would resonate with her? That's all. I think it's an interesting idea.
0: Yeah, but Um, I think it's it's the first. Yeah. Because of the trees. Because
1: of the trees.
0: (laughs) Because of the trees.
2: You think that it's in her mind?
0: Yeah, I do. I'm not saying that she didn't travel anywhere. I think she did. No, she did. In, in terms of the yeah I think so oh, no there's no debate like yeah. prove it Angela yeah. Bassett proves it but like, yeah exactly yeah. that's
2: the best yeah. that's another um, yeah I just think
1: it's an interesting
0: concept she sees, she sees an alien in the guise of her father he calls her sparks yeah
1: he talks to her you know the way her dad would he, yeah you know, references things that we've seen from her memories yeah. of the movie
0: um she you asks
2: know, him questions and yeah. He answers yeah
0: he's he's telling her that they didn't actually build the wormhole tunnels um that they don't know who did, but they've been around for billions of years, and you know, that there are other life forms out there, and you know, he talks a bit about the nature of humanity that, like, people make really beautiful things, but are also capable of doing extremely horrible, terrible things to each other. Yep. Um, He's got a line like, the only thing we've found that makes the emptiness better is each other. Yep. Yeah, and he he harkens back to a thing that Uh, Her father told her in the beginning, which is she's playing on the CB radio and she's like turning the dial and like making a a CQ call and he's like, you know, small moves, sparks, you got to, you know, basically like to do small increments on the frequency. And so here it gets echoed where, you know, she
1: wants to know what the next step is for humanity. And he says, you know, this is just a first step. There will be more small moves.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know when she has, she's touching the sand and everything, when she gets home.
0: Oh, yeah. He, it's the same. Don't,
2: don't you think that they would well, she's scrape not, her fingernails she's not the sand. Oh. when she was. She's
0: not touching the sand. She's in the car. He, he touches the
1: sand. Yeah, he touches
2: the sand. I pod. know he scooped it yeah. up.
1: But she can't actually touch the Oh,
2: um, she was in the. In the that's why yeah. she's.
0: So apparently uh, a big thing.
1: Yeah, her, but
2: he kisses
1: her. Yeah, he's, he's space magic, and maybe he's a dream ghost. Okay. As we're discussing here, um, like, maybe it's all in her head and this is an environment they created, or maybe it's maybe a realistic kind of location the... that they, like, you know, fib the details to make it, you know,
0: like this. like To make you feel better, apparently in the novelization, uh-huh. there is sand in the bottom of her, uh, like, the chamber when she returns. That's cool. Yeah, but that doesn't happen in the movie. No, okay. I think the
1: movie's better. That's cool, but yeah. I, the movie ending's real good. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're almost there, don't worry, guys.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, she gets, I don't know, wanged back or whatever. Yeah, kind of.
1: he, so the night that her father passed away when she was nine years old, um, there was a meteor <clears> shower <throat> going on, and she kept calling for her dad to come because, yeah. like, you're missing it. And uh, he had a heart attack.
0: Yes. Myocardial infarction.
1: Is that a heart attack?
0: Mm, it's different, but um, it's actually what House had yeah. on House. Trivia. Trivia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the way the beach scene ends is, uh, you know, echoing, the meteor back, shower. echoing back to that. He points up to the sky. And you see, like, a couple meteors go by, and then it's more and more and more and more, and then it's a crazy amount, and they're all zooming up into a wormhole. And, uh, the screen like whites out and then she, the pod returns and she falls through the bottom of the machine into the net, into the water. And, you know, they're not sure if she's conscious or whatever. And she, she, you know, is a little out of it, but she wakes up and she asks them like, how long was I gone? And they're like, well, we're trying to figure out the, you know, the malfunction. And she's like, what malfunction? And they're like, you fell right through the machine. Then we go, there's a, uh, what do you call a it? A hearing? Yeah.
0: Well, also, I did have a note that it reminded me very much of The line the Witch, the Wardrobe, which we did reference earlier as yet another thing that's uh, God and... Yeah. You know. What, uh... Uh, Lucy had a whole thing of, like, I was gone for hours and hours, and they're like, why are you lying? You've only been gone for, like, a minute, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's that, you know, it's this time thing Time functions differently. Yeah, yeah, exactly, where time is functioning differently.
1: Uh, yeah, we we get a government hearing, and James Woods is now on the committee because he's a government shit weasel, scum weasel. I'm sorry. My note just says James Woods being a dick, uh, which he is. He's great. He's really chewing the scenery in this. It's 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 a great scene. You know, you feel for Ellie because she's.
0: Yeah. It's just her
1: in front of these fucking this wall of yeah. fucking people, all casting aspersions on her credibility and judgment.
0: Um, she drops in the Einstein-Rosen bridge, yep. which is an actual like yep. term for a wormhole, wormhole theory. Yeah.
1: And they uh, the, the the board or whatever they correctly note that it's theoretical at best. Yeah, they reveal that Hadn't uh, passed away, and they posit that, you know, maybe he used his considerable wealth and free time and general trickster spirit to fake signals from Vega, manufacture this whole thing with some ulterior motive yeah. and create a Wait, whole
2: conspiracy.
1: Waste theory. like
0: half a trillion dollars for the building of, you two know, not one but two ridiculously expensive things. Yeah.
2: Each one costs a third of a trillion.
0: Yeah. Um, they, yeah they, James
1: Woods does a callback to Occam's Razor,
0: which, I mean, you know, in my notes, I'm like, not fun being on the receiving end of that one, though, is it? And then he says, she's like she shuts down McConaughey with that earlier, and then he's shutting her down with that now." And then and that
1: motherfucker, James Woods. Yeah, he says, "You know what's more believable—that you fell right through this machine, or that that this machine, like you know, launched you through a bunch of wormholes to go windsurfing with dear old dad?" And yeah. I was like, "Jodie Foster should have gone over that table and fucking strangled that motherfucker in front of that <laughs> whole fucking court." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, James Woods! Oh man, what a scum weasel! Plant
0: him like a tree!
1: Oh my God! Hey, James Woods, what color suit you want to be buried in? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it comes down to, and then one of the one of the people on the board says, well, like, yeah, so they, you would have us take all this on faith?
0: Well, and which also, is a real
1: big, like, ah, oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Whilst they say over and over again, like, so they seriously took you all this way and didn't give you any proof? And she's like, no. And they're like really they didn't give you any proof at all why wasn't it the first thing you asked them for and she's like i don't know there's a lot of stuff going on like yeah and they I basically had a
1: America. cosmic lsd trip yeah and you motherfuckers are like why didn't you bring me anything
0: yeah and she does this whole thing of like you know i saw this amazing thing can i prove it no but like i believe it was real and i believe that it's out there and
1: stuff, and you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Jodie Foster's fucking incredible in the scene. is it, it?
0: She's, yeah. It's the, I mean, the she's whole, great in the whole the movie, whole but she's incredible in the is scene. just, yeah, again, her acting her balls off. Yeah.
1: No, she's like, just barely holding it together. Yeah. Which is way more important, uh, not important, way more impressive to me as a viewer than if she was like, Big, openly weeping in the scene. you know, like yeah, or mm-hmm. too
0: stoic or forceful. Yeah, it's not a you can you can't handle the truth moment. It's a I know the truth and I wish I could share it with you. Yeah, it's great. It's Which incredibly, is cr- incredibly, and she brilliant. actually Paraphases says something
1: yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's incredibly moving.
0: Yeah. It's it's really
1: great. Yeah, and you know the, they, the they, board they, rules that it probably didn't happen. And
0: yeah,
2: that's it. but they, they do they, they do agree to give her a very. Large grant,
1: yeah. Well, so when they're walking out, I like I love oh, this yeah. stuff. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say they leave out and um, McConaughey's with her and stuff. Yeah, he and, meets up
1: with her outside yeah. uh, and they walk out of the courthouse or whatever. And there's all kinds of people outside. There's um, you know all kinds of people chanting for her, like yeah, yeah, leave.
2: So, yeah a lot that. of support. I've and heard.
1: somebody had a, a sign that said "Open our minds, open our universe," <laughs> which I was like right on. Yeah, and so she gets in a car. You know, they're gonna go to the hotel or whatever. She gets in the car, and somebody's like, oh, you know, Palmer, you know, Mr. Joss, do you believe her? And so McConaughey is in this, like, red scarf. Yeah. And all the people outside that support Ellie and stuff are wearing blue, which is what the astronaut... Color was, candidates yeah. ...candidates were wearing and yeah. stuff, so it's mm-hmm. like a symbol... But in this shot is, like, him standing, like, just about to get in his car... In this red scarf surrounded by all these yeah. people Re- in the
0: blue. Real good contrast. It's, such, real it's so good. Yep. And
1: then he goes like, you know, I believe her. Yeah. And he gets in the car. I was like, yeah.
0: Yeah, he has a little statement before that. I don't know exactly what it was, but that's the QED on that. Is that well, his, yeah. his
1: thing is that I am a man of faith.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and like, and that means like I, you know, I, I have yeah. faith in
0: people. Yeah.
1: And then, like mm-hmm. He's like, so I, for one, believe her. And then... Yeah, and then and you then get James Woods teleconferencing in to uh, Angela Bassett. Yeah, I don't know what
0: her character's name is, but... No, she, yeah. she doesn't
1: have a lot to do. She's a liaison. She's in a couple yeah. of scenes. She helps she's move the plot character
0: iron. actress it's fucking great, man. Angela great. Seriously great. I don't know if we said that before, but she's great.
1: No, she's... Yeah, she's fantastic. And so James Woods is like, yeah, whatever. And she goes, hey, so did you read that report, you know, on, on the findings from, from the whole thing? he's like, yeah, I, I breezed through it. I'm a scum weasel. I got shit to do. And she's like, did you read the part about, you know, Ellie's headset? And he's like, I'm listening. And she's like, you know, it recorded static. And he's like, right. And she goes, but it recorded 18 hours of it.
0: Which is what she was saying she was gone for. Roughly
1: 16 hours is her estimation.
0: Eight, 18.
1: No, she said oh, 16. she said
0: 16? Yep. I, thought, I thought she said 18. You? Yep. Okay.
1: She said, I was, says, I. you know, I was going for roughly 16 hours And they're like, well, we have 40-some-odd video cameras that I'll show you dropping directly through the machine. And uh, all the readings only lost contact for a fraction of a second. Yeah. And, you know, she says she can't do it. But they say there's almost 18 hours of static on the tape. But, yeah. So. Which is awesome. Yeah, I know. Yes, it is. I know. know It's it's just like, what? Yeah. Like, the first I mean, time I saw that movie... That
0: was, yeah, my reaction the first time. It's in such years. a
1: good reveal. I know. It's real, it really is, because it's, it's 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 so subtle.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's not like, it's not subtle, like, oh, you might have missed it, but it's not a big reveal. Yeah,
0: it you just, know, like, it's just two people that are kind of going to be keeping it under wraps. two people like, who are, yeah, like, Isn't that weird?
1: Yeah, it's two people who are superfluous to the main storyline. Like, they're yeah. not, you know, they're third, third-tier characters, kind of, you know? It's, oh, it's great. And then we get a little wrap-up at the end. Uh, Ellie is, you know, dealing with the grant that she got. She's um, teaching kids uh, at the, I guess, the Very very Large Array again. And she's talking to kids, and this is where you get some more bad kid acting. Because if you watch these kids, so many of them are, like, sneaking peeks at the camera. And I'm (laughs) I'm like, you motherfuckers, you have one job. All you guys that don't have any lines, just don't look at the camera. That's your job. And you that have lines, you have two jobs. Don't look at the camera and fucking act like you're a person. And none of them do it.
0: Two things, I'm sorry you missed your uh, childhood acting thing
1: Oh, I would have been terrible too, I'm Um, sure All kids are bad Oh, I think you would have been a good actor And
0: and also, I can't Stop
1: giving that kid coffee and cocaine He's out of control
0: And two, I can't decide whether you definitely should or definitely shouldn't direct children Oh, I should Uh, It might be good, but it also might be life-ruining for a lot of youth
1: Welcome to the business I was oh, don't, Do you not remember say Steve? Don't you look at that camera, Steve? I swear to God, Steve.
0: You
2: know when you were about four or five years old, you were sitting at the kitchen table. <laughs> yeah. When we lived on Fillmore Street. Oh uh, yeah. And um, I said, Hunter, what's the matter? I forget you were acting a little mopey and and uh, fussy. You no, know, just like just sad or th- kind of
1: existential ennui kicked in so, early. So
2: I said, Well, so what's what's the matter? And and he said mom i don't want to be part of this everyday world i want to be like that little boy on lassie because he used to go my mom would watch him he'd go up the street to her house when i had to work and she always had lassie on. and he was telling me he wanted to be an actor
1: no i think i just wanted a dog (laughs) i think i wanted a very smart dog
0: Oh, well, anyway, yeah. There's a kid that like is asking her if there's like life.
1: Yeah, she goes, "Is there life on other planets?" And she's like, "What do you think?" And he's like, "I don't know." She, goes, that's a good answer, which yeah. I like. That whole exchange, like, it's very cute.
0: Yeah,
1: um, she's great. And even the scene, which is like a bookend nothing scene, like she's very good. I love, I love Jodie
0: Wilson. Well, thing. and she, she once again does the whole thing of like, oh, if it, you know, yeah. the universe is so big, if it was just us, that'd be a big waste the of space. space. Because
2: yeah. Oh yeah, she puts that out
0: there one yeah. last time. And then we sort of yeah, like her dad does it, McConaughey does it, and now she does it. Yeah. I don't know if um, we mentioned McConaughey doing it, but he would be the, the When second. they first
1: meet, yeah. They're yeah, when they about first him. meet
0: they say it and so yeah, he you know So yeah, that's in this movie a lot.
1: Yeah. It's a through line. It is something uh, to make you good, think. Yeah. Um so she picks up, she goes and sits like, you know, and looks out at the Beauty of nature and all that She's appreciating the universe Um, But she picks up a little handful of dust Off the ground And she's like, you know Moving it slightly So that it catches the light And it kind of looks like You know, a star constellation And things
2: Like he had in his hand Yeah Yeah. Like her dad had up on the the mm -hmm.
0: Same star constellation That apparently appears in Popcorn When she finds her father dead
1: Oh shit, what?
0: Yeah And then And then there's also the array of Four or five stars and then is also in the granules of sand when the alien wearing her father's appearance wow. picks up the sand. And then is also in the gravel when she's she sitting in the cave. Wow. That's
1: I, I want to
2: see the morning. beginning of the movie again to see that yeah, scene. It hands
1: yeah. up from her. To uh, the sky. And we get a For Carl. For Carl. Yeah. Which is touching.
2: Yeah. It is. The whole movie is, has yeah. a lot of like warmth to it.
0: Yeah. And then also like solid... Hypotheses, it, you know? It was, yeah, it was yeah. very
2: lovingly made. Yeah. That's what really stands out in the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I that, mean, it's a like,
1: movie that's, you know, it's a, it's about having hope for humanity, which is rare. Mm-hmm. And, like, I hate people so much. Yeah. And I'm such a cynical asshole, but, like, I love this movie.
2: So it was a good choice.
1: Yeah. Uh, so now we, will. I think we'll, uh, well, since I kind of already... Let the cat out of the bag, I'll start. Okay. Um, I think this is a great watch. This is a this is a great movie. Uh I love this movie. It says something good, something positive about, you know, the nature of humanity and that like we can be better. It's a good thing. It's a nice thing. As a and as a movie, it's very well supported. Your you know, your points of view and stuff are all equally represented. There's no straw men arguments in it. You know, you see that a lot in films where Your main character looks you know looks at things like this and there's just somebody that pops up that goes i think you're wrong and then they immediately get like shit on and rolled over because your hero is always right And this isn't that kind of movie there's character growth you know like ellie in the finale learns you know that some things just have to be taken on faith uh which is something she didn't something that previously didn't hold any you know weight with her it's it's interesting
0: Although, I mean, what's funny, too, is she did kind of have faith that, like, she could find something out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but she didn't realize But that. But, yeah, it was, like, something Just like she didn't realize yeah.
1: that, like I said earlier, when he's looking, you know, to the universe for answers, he sees God, and when she's looking to the universe for answers, yeah. she sees, you know, intelligent life. Like. Yeah.
0: No, I... I yeah. yeah.
1: They, she didn't realize that they were the same. This movie's not flashily directed, um, but there is some really great direction in it.
0: Oh, yeah, well, there's a couple of uh, shots that were pretty difficult to get that it's so smooth you don't realize it. So, like, her getting the pills out of uh, her, like, the, 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 the bathroom. The bathroom? Yeah. Yeah, it would have been next to impossible to get that shot. It was that they had, like, mirrored her in the Dude, that, mirror. Dude,
1: there's two shots yeah. in this movie that are fucking incredible. That's one of them.
0: Yeah, like, there because are... Because it's co- her... Yeah.
1: Running, it, it's her running, in, it's young Ellie running in slow motion down the hallway <clears> of the house, and the camera's facing her, panning back, like, away from her. Yeah. And then it's not, and it pulls back, and it's her reflection in the mirror. Yeah. It's so fucking cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they they couldn't, they had to... Yeah, like, it's an manip- impossible yeah, shot. They yeah, they had to manipulate it a bit to get it to yeah.
1: do no, that. No, there's literally no way yeah. to do that shot. Yeah. Because it's two separate things. Yeah. it's But it's gorgeous, yeah. and it, it's... So subtle, I don't think I caught it the first time I watched this movie.
0: No, but it's that, yeah, it's very competently directed. It's got things that are visually interesting, but not necessarily like swooping or ridiculous. There's a shot.
1: When she she gets the signal, she like drives up to the thing. She's on the radio. She's telling uh, her, you know, two guys in the control room, like,
0: yeah, she's- turn this
1: on, turn that on, record this, set this up, because we're going to record yeah. that, and blah, blah, blah. She's giving them all instructions well, and- while she's running into the building. But once she actually, she, she's driving up for the first part. Once yeah. she actually gets there, the camera follows her in through the whole building.
0: Yes. And yeah. it's one
1: long shot, and it's like her running upstairs, her going through doors, her doing it. And it's, it's super great.
0: Yeah.
1: It's incredibly impressive. Yeah. The music in this is great.
0: Yes, yeah. Uh,
1: it's Alan Silvestri, he works with Zemeckis all the time. They're like tight yeah. bros. Yeah. But beyond, I mean, he's, uh, Silvestri has scored, I don't even know how many things, like uh, over a hundred films. But beyond all his Zemeckis joints, um, he has scored Flight of the Navigator.
2: Oh, I love that.
1: I know. Uh-huh.
0: Do you like the music in Flight of the Navigator? Yeah. Yeah, the
1: music's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scored Predator. He scored Mac and me. Um, The abyss, Mm. Uh, Fern Gully, the last rainforest, oh Oh, shit, and Ed O'Neill masterpiece, Dutch.
2: Oh, Dutch! I used to love. I love Dutch. That's like a
1: bunch of movies I love, (laughs) and Sylvester scored all of them.
2: Well, Mm -hmm. and the abyss.
0: So, Uh, would you like
1: to go next, or would you like to go last?
2: I'll say my little piece. Sure. All right. I love the movie.
0: And so it would be a,
2: Yay.
1: a. What's what what?
0: What's the name of the podcast, Lynn?
1: <laughs> what? If, everybody, shut up! What do you think my podcast is called? Just something Hunter's <laughs> podcast. I forget my son's radio voice talking show. <laughs> she's M- movie she's man she's at looking, the movie. I'm looking around. I'm looking for around as she's if looking around my room. Clue.
2: Oh. So, what's it called?
0: It's called Hate Watch, Great Watch. So, Lynn, what kind of a watch was this for you?
2: This was a great watch. Yes. It is a favorite film, and I believe.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's in
1: an any doubt. I and have. You recommend, uh, I mean, you recommended Allison See It years ago.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I think I think it's a very strong woman's film. Yes. Yeah. there were very you know without <laughs> oh, yeah. with a, a woman being a, a, tr- a real person, not you know yeah, a, a Hollywood.
1: No, yeah, she's, uh, a, she's a real character. She's you know she's self actualizing. Like she's yeah. Yeah, that's
2: yeah.
0: That's a good. Yeah.
1: That is
2: crazy. very good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I always I'm I always feel. Refreshed, and it restores my faith in humanity. I would like to see something.
1: Good luck. Yeah, I subscribe to the the Deep South theory of uh, alien visitation, which is that they're not stopping here because we're basically roadside rednecks, and they're like, "Nope, roll the windows up, keep driving, don't slow down."
2: Yeah, I know. there's not a shame, but they must know that there's some good.
1: I think they know it intellectually. I think they're like, yeah, it's probably some of them aren't that bad. And then the other one goes like, well, Claxor,
3: <laughs>
1: Then you fucking go down there. How about that? <laughs> You're not taking my fucking space cruiser.
2: Let's go visit the crazy one, the one with all the cats.
1: <laughs> mm, Klaxor, I'm allergic to cats. Hon, that's not just When you. I eat them, it gives me hives.
2: Ta.
1: Oh,
2: No.
0: I also thought it was a great watch. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I I like, again, how, like, well thought out a lot of it was in terms of, like, again, what, what this would look like. You know, that there would be uh, mathematically based communication and all of that. Like, yeah, I, c-
1: conceptually it's...
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was thought super, up by some of, you know, yeah. recent history's better thinkers. Yeah. But also, it's conceptually very cool.
0: Yeah, it's super interesting... And also they
1: do a good job of very realistic. They do a good job of making all that make sense yeah to your audience.
0: yeah it's it's nothing too highbrow. it's yeah things that you can sort of recognize as being like, well, of course it would be math based because that's something that uh, can be objective regardless of your language. It would be the thing yeah. that
1: would be the same regardless of yeah. Your species yeah, yeah. I mean, one is always one yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah same and same thing with using uh, elemental things.
1: You know. Yeah, I, for, I, I, I noticed it when she said that, but I forgot about it. But yeah, the um, yeah. Was hydrogen times pi, yeah, yeah, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm not so I'm not a um I'm not a huge math person. I don't know if unequivocally it would work with things outside of a base ten system. So this is an around
1: the horn great watch. This is I would I would highly recommend this movie. It's two and a half hours or thereabouts, which is a little bit of an investment, kind of, but at the same Honestly, time, anymore, it's kind of becoming the average. It, this was a yeah. long movie in 1997. This is kind of an average movie well, now,
0: and I don't think it feels that long. Especially, it doesn't. It doesn't especially, but the I, third act is no. is like 40 minutes or whatever, but it feels like it goes by like that.
1: Yeah, it it it's not. I I understand people's complaints about like the slow build there's not an action sequence to start the movie like it's it's not it's not structured like a traditional real
0: aliens it's just your dad it's like the kind of thing where um i went and saw the witch in theaters and people were mad because it wasn't a straight-up horror movie and i thought it was fantastic and then yeah i'm walking out of the theater and i hear these people around me going like well that sucked i'm like oh man really all y'all Really? That's a
1: really good comparison.
0: Yeah. And I, I feel like that with this, where it's like people are like, oh, contact's terrible. I'm like, really? Yeah. 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 So, thank you once again for tuning in to Hate Watch, Great Watch. If you would like to contact us, you can email us at writehwgw at gmail.com. That's W-R-I-T-E, H-W-G-W at gmail.com. Please also follow us on Instagram and or Twitter at hwgwpodcast. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for bringing us this uh, well-received film.
2: Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you. you. I, it was a great recommendation. I'm glad that you all enjoyed it. I was
1: honestly surprised uh, that you recommended, uh, well, that you were going to bring Contact. I, you know, I know you. Uh, we we grew up together. <laughs> yes, we um, did. You grew up with her.
0: <laughs> no, we she grew, didn't grew up, up together. With you. <laughs>
1: I'm she right, was already up. I am the author of my own
0: life. She was already up, and then you showed up.
1: No. so um
0: I learned a lot from you him. had to get on her level. Yeah, why are you... Sh- she's fucking shit-kicking me. Oh, my God.
1: Even she's like, no, he's right. And you're <laughs> like, no, shut up. You're both wrong. I know better. Fine. Fine. Um, But uh, so I thought you would bring. I know you love The Wizard of Oz and E.T. I thought you might, you know, bring either one of those.
2: Um, Or my summer trilogy. (laughs) But also,
1: the other is recently we've had some issues with uh, Close Encounters, and I kind of thought you were like, well, I fucking want to watch Close Encounters, so I guess I'll watch it at your house.
2: I was thinking, oh yeah, because yeah, of I the really sound.
1: To watch it, uh, both of the well, I watched it both with of subtitles. Your, yeah, both of your DVDs oh, the sound I
2: don't know work, why. So. Oh. Yeah, isn't that funny?
1: But yeah, uh, we're sorry. gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure yeah, it out. Yeah. That's but right. yeah, yeah, thank you for bringing this. This is great.
2: You're very welcome.
1: All right, I love you, mom. Love you, too. Thanks for coming on the podcast.
2: Well, thank you. And you, too, else. Happy
0: Mother's Day from <laughs> HWGW. It's been
2: Every awesome. day is Mother's Hunter, Day. Hunter. and
0: Lynn And goodbye. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I can't I'm, see that. I'm hard. My picture.
2: levels are fine. I can't see the
1: thing because
0: no. the mic. Her levels are great. No, right. My levels great. are great. Oh, you, can't, you can't see that? No, that doesn't, great. that doesn't tell you enough. They're this great. right here is like. They're right. great. Yeah. They're, great. They're, great. Yeah. They're great. They're great. Yeah. She's louder than me. It's fine. You're going to have to pump me up. You're <laughs> loud as hell, though, all the time. Really? Yeah, you just yell. Yeah, you're. You're. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, you're very animated. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Oh, you're really getting on my nerves. Yeah. Anyway, so...